All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Old Moon Podcast, episode 18. Oh, my goodness, man. Every week, I'm like, we did it again. We made it another week. We're still living. <laughs> We're not dead yet. We don't quit. No, I'm not dead yet. Um, <laughs> I am Blue Squadron, your horse. Uh, horse. Oh, no. Your horse. Oh. oh, no. This is my horse. My horse is amazing. No, no, no. This never happened. This this never happened. What I'm about to do, just understand, none of this ever happened. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Old Moon Podcast, episode 18. We're back again. Oh, I can't. I can't do it. it. It absolutely happened. I can't do it. I'm your host, Blue Squadron. And I am, of course, joined with my co-host, uh, Jaycoon. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Jaycoon. Uh, I'm going to be making Wusa main with 760 Gear Square and do a lot of endgame PvE, such as Olin's The Dungeons, and soon Deck is Olin's, and welcome to the Old Moon Glasses Cast, episode 18. Oh. Nice. Got the glasses cast on tonight. The bald glasses cast soon. <laughs> we're going to get Jay on that train okay. right now. The first bald raccoon recorded. You know I mean? <laughs> and Tiltus. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tiltus TV. I am an Awakened DK main. Uh, still a little bit of a gearlet and uh, working on a new uh, hardcore Iron Man version of BDO for fun. So that's it. That's a new thing. Oh, wait. You're okay. Well, we're oh, going to yeah. talk about Let's talk about that for a second. What's your <laughs> Iron uh, Hold on. Now I'm intrigued. What's your Iron Man version of BDO? Um, so essentially, what I did is I uh, made a brand new account. And I am not using any of the Pearl Shop. I'm not using Central Market. Um, I'm not using any of the event items. Um, and every character is hardcore. Once the character dies, that class is no longer allowed to be used. And I lost a Megu yesterday. So <laughs> I had to start all over again. So wait, if you die at all, you yeah, have to start over? Character's done. Yep. Okay, let's yep. back up for a minute. I was just watching... Asmund Gull's hardcore wow. Did you guys see the terrorists? Yes, that's what helped you guys inspired see? the video. Did you yeah. see and you didn't learn? This, oh, I definitely it was did. Judgment that's why day? <laughs> That's why I added that's like one of the big reasons that I decided to do it was because I was like I would already thought about doing Iron Man mode and BDO a long time ago because I'm a RuneScape fan. And so I was like, I need something that's not just grinding in circles. What can I do? And I was like, oh, I'll just do a hardcore mode. And uh, I'm not using seasonal or Naru gear either. So it's like back to basics. Like I'm currently accumulating materials to make Granil armor because that's a thing that I'm going to need because I'm not at a gear score where I can go do bosses yet. So it's like a whole, it's a whole the, thing. Well, there's the main story. You get the gear through the main story. I suppose you could, you could just put that on. Um, yeah. Like, well, I'm not using Naru gear. So I, all the Naru gear that the main story gives you, I'm just I throwing it out it the window. That. I thought it gave you that other gear too, though. The slumbering, uh, slumbering dragon armor, the oh, chest whatever. piece. Yeah, whatever the others said. There yeah, are the roaring... some. There are some nice things. Roar, roaring magical armor. Roaring, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Mm, yeah. And yeah. um, yeah, I did find out Calfion has like a whole slew of like armors and accessories that you can buy. <clears throat> I don't understand. So that helped how, a lot. I understand how you could think this is possibly a good idea. I literally, <laughs> I just finished watching this Asmongold video oh, where this guy griefed. <laughs> Like thirty thousand hours of playtime, or, or oh, yeah, some ridiculous, awesome. or forty-eight thousand hours of players' playtime by getting everyone vaporized at the same second in some WoW raid. Um, yep. And I'm thinking to myself, this is why we don't have hardcore BDO because the second that a streamer comes out and goes, "If I die, I have to restart the game," there, someone from Cho Nation is going to end your experience. Yep. Well, that's a nice <laughs> thing. Like I have until level fifty. 
So I haven't hit. I'm like 45, I think, right now. So I've 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 played all the way through Calpheon. I just got to the Kaya Lake. It's time to do catfish. Like it's been. A, it was an experience. It was a long stream yesterday. The main story grind is real. Even our spamming. I was like, God, I did not miss this at all. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I <laughs> I feel really bad. <laughs> I feel really bad for the players that don't choose Land of the Morning Light, man. I just, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I like the Land of the Morning Light storyline. The rest of it is just, oof, as we discussed, kind of like, a, okay, all right, that's very interesting. Okay. Uh, Jay, what have you been <laughs> up to lately? Actually, other than getting super jacked. I'm not honest with you. I yeah, hit, I hit go live. <laughs> I hit go live, and I was like, you know, I'm, I'm like trying to suck uh. it in and stuff. Like, like, why is this shirt making look so good, man? It's, it's not fair. Did you get a little looser? This is ridiculous. Yeah, you know, I've been, you know, my pizza has been working out, you know, just oh, yeah. hitting up Blender, you know, Unity, those, those programs. <laughs> Jesus, he's even got the cross on. He's like doing, he's rest for Jesus. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I am a Catholic Christian, I don't know. So. Uh, the phone's ringing, Jacob. It's Jesus. He wants one more rep. It's Jesus. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's from Bro Science Life. I love that guy. <laughs> gotta get my church bus IRL, you know? I oh, okay. Yeah. I gotta leave. I'm, I'm podcast over uh, now. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty Holy good, right? He's oh. RP. He's been waiting to use that for weeks. He's yeah, RP yeah, himself. <laughs> Holy moly. All right. All right. So we're a few weeks after the fest now. Uh, and we've entered, uh, I guess we're, I, I'd say we're starting to leave kind of like this honeymoon phase um, mm. that a lot of people talk about uh, in uh, MMOs and just games in general. Um, so, like, this is the super important period that usually establishes a player's reason to like kind of continue playing a game or not continue playing an MMORPG. Um, so let's talk for a couple minutes. What kept us playing the game? Uh, we started with, with Jay before. So Tiltus, what kept you playing the game uh, over some of the other MMOs? Because like, I know you tried Final Fantasy and stuff too, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think, well, so that's a whole different like topic entirely. The reason I come back to BDO now is because of the community that we've built over many years of playing together, right? It's the same, we've talked about it many times. It's the same reason Epidemic always comes back. It's always the same members because um, we all just miss hanging out with each other. Um, but I think the big thing that kept me into the game, the thing that got me interested in the game was the combat because the combat is so smooth and crispy it's just fantastic combat and then honestly i think one of the big reasons that i stuck around with the game is there was so much to explore so even after playing through like the honeymoon phase where it was like okay gear upgrades are relatively easy to get because i'm getting like plus 10s plus 11s like working on this stuff um i got to madaya and i was like oh my god there's a whole nother region that i haven't even touched yet like so there's the constant exploration, the constant feeling of like, okay, now I'm discovering something brand new, um, really like latched me in and like kept its claws in me for a long time. I mean, the first time I played BDO, it was like, I went through as much of the story as I could. I explored every nook and cranny of the game for as long as, you know, I could. So I got to the desert and then I was like, okay, yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing this for this area, but you know, comma was great. I explored comma in depth too, you know, got one shot by some mobs while I was down there, you know, um, I remember. Oh uh, no! I go good. <laughs> I was just gonna say. I think the exploration like definitely latched me in. I think the hardest uh, outside of the combat, but the combat feels like such the the go to answer for BTO. Right, uh, Jay. What kind of kept you playing BTO when you started it? Um, like 
Filter said it was it was the combat 100%. I've never played an MMO with a combat system like BDOs. You know, the way the combos and abilities seamlessly flow between one another is extremely satisfying. You know, not to mention the gorgeous graphics as well of the skills. And, um, you know, the class that I main right now is called Awakening Husa. And, you know, two words to describe her abilities are literally galaxy fireworks. And um, <laughs> another big reason I chose to continue to play this game is simply the free freedom to do whatever you want for progression. Mm. You aren't tied down to one thing to achieve the best gear. If I want to grind, I can grind for silver. If I want a life skill, I can life skill for silver. Uh, I played World of Warcraft for uh, about a year, and um, I was wanting the best gear. And to do that, I had to join a mythic raiding guild to participate in mythic raids. And they had all these requirements like time commitment and making sure I'm keeping up with my dailies. So I had the best power level to contribute to the raid effort, et cetera, et cetera. And and not to mention the the extreme pressure to also play my plus uh, as as best as I can, so I can, I won't disappoint my you know my raid, my raid later. This was very mentally exhausting, and it eventually burnt me out. So whereas in Black Desert, I can do whatever I want and spend however little or as much as I want to spend in terms of my effort to get to where I want to be in my progression. It was just authority. As soon as you took authority out of it, he was like, I'm going to get the highest mm. gear score in the game. Let me do it now. <laughs> and now he's got, you know, the he yeah, flaunts every, every podcast. So. <laughs> I, I just, I found it so funny. All right, Jay, I got to harp on you a little bit, mm. bro. I, all right, so you're like, I joined this game for the combat, just like Tiltus. And I'm like, no, not just like Tiltus. Tiltus came in and was like, he like airstriked for the first time and he was like, yo, I could kill so many people with this. Oh, yeah. And you airstrike for the first time, Jay, and said, ho, ho, ho. Think how many rocks I could hit with this. <laughs> <laughs> this well, I did grind a lot of go Olin, so. huge <laughs> at this PvE con. I can't wait to use this amazing <laughs> combat mm -hmm. system for PvE, right? Then then you followed that up with, well, I had I felt in wow like I had to join some hardcore raiding guild and this mythical raiding guild, and mm -hmm. I didn't want to do that. And I'm like, he's in APOC, but I'll let him finish. But <laughs> I think that's pretty chill. <laughs> now it's super chill. Now it it's, is yeah. now. Now it's it is now, good. yeah. But it was like a top four, top four, top three siege kill for a long time. Yeah. What kept you All around, right. Blue? Oh, gosh. Uh, I mean, so uh, originally I started playing this game. This is going to, it actually hurts me to admit this, but I was um, I was playing with a, a League of Legends flex team and the owner of the team, oh. um, like like we were like a competitive flex. We could meet in tournaments and try to make money and stuff. Um, and the owner of the team goes, we need a team bonding game. So like, we need a game where we play more together. This new MMO just came out on Steam. Steam it just dropped on Steam, and I, unlike everyone else, I, I bought it on the website because I was like, I don't know, man. Normally, I like buying it off the company's website because the launcher is usually better. And I just want to say that that was correct. Mm -hmm. um, fundamentally, to this day, it's one of the best decisions I ever made. Anyway, we got into the game, and only two of us stuck with us, and we actually started playing that more than we played League of Legends. And then we just drifted more and more uh, away from League, and then uh, now it's just me left. Um, but I will say that when I first looked at all the classes, I was looking for two things because I didn't think I was going to play this game. I was like, I would like um, a character with excellent personality, you know, because I'm going to stare at mm -hmm. uh, a yep. character for thousands of hours. It better be feminine. Um, and I wanted super flashy, cool effects. So naturally, mm -hmm. we landed on Dark Knight immediately. Yep. Um, and that, I mean, I remember spawning in, and part of the reason I would, I'd been drawn away from MMOs, honestly, you think I'd have gone to the MMO genre sooner? 
Um, I traditionally growing up had always loved like the open world games, like like the Zelda games. Mm. Growing up, everybody hated Wind Waker, but it was the first game, like Zelda game of its time, that really felt like it had an open world. You could just sail wherever you wanted and like meet pirates and do crazy stuff. And that was like my favorite Zelda game at the time. Um, and it was just so like super cool. Then I had like Elden, um, or Elder Scrolls came out. You know, Skyrim and stuff. I loved that game. So I was like, what if I could just run over to that mountain? It's like, oh, you can. And I'm like, oh, I'm so screwed. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I spun in a BDO and it was the same thing, but I got to spend it with other people. And, and then I, one of the biggest things that drew me away from other MMOs in the past was like, I wanted something difficult. You know, I was a young lad back then. I still had a full head of hair, if you can believe it. Um, I wanted a game that was super complicated that I could like get sweaty with the combat. And I felt like, wow, I was like, oh, I hit number one and then I hit number three and then I hit number one again. Um, and when I spawn into BDO, like I unironically airstrike the first time, I was like, wait, I can like put all the key inputs in? This is actually so, mm-hmm. the combat's so fluid and cool. This is sick. And, and like I started just diving into it and there were players everywhere and it just felt like a nice big open world and it kind of just gripped me. Um, and I've kind of just been playing it ever since. I had one time where uh, when my flex team uh, kind of disbanded, we all kind of quit playing with each other all together and we all quit EDL at the same time and I quit for about two or three months and then I came back on my own um, and was like you know what I'm just gonna make some new friends and then that's that's when I kind of started that that's when I really do consider like my my BDO journey kind of began uh, in a PVX guild at that point so that that was really cool for me um, I think so how many guilds did you go through before you found like the one that you were gonna stay with for a while one yeah, Literally I was in the same. Exactly I think one. I think you and I both lucked out because yeah. the first guild I joined, like I hit it off with everybody. They were exactly what I wanted, and I was like, "Shit, if everybody's like this in the game, this is going to be a great game." It is not, and you, but and then, yeah. Yeah, and then, <laughs> oh no, dude. Um, yeah, no, Jay. How long? Like, how many guilds did you jump through before that you found one that you like stuck with? Um, I think it was two. The first guild, um, I, I think I only stuck around for like three months, and that was just for like for like learning learning the game with. I didn't really; they were pretty inactive. I just joined the guild because you know someone was advertising in in the uh, the world chat for this sort of casual uh, guild. It was it was too casual to the point that nobody ever talked in guild. <laughs> and then I found <laughs> another guild that you know I finally clicked with, and I stayed there for about a year. And then um, I actually moved over to Enginium, which was the third guild. I stuck around oh, there for for two years, and then I and then that's when I went to uh, Apoc afterwards. Or was it Vertex? I think yeah, it was Vertex and then Apoc. So I guess I hopped on like four or five guilds. I, uh, but I think I, the longest that I've I've been on was Enginium, which was like about two years. Yeah, let's go Blast through. from the past yesterday. Yeah. I was on my hardcore Iron Man riding mm-hmm. to Alta Nova. And uh-huh. I grant that I was under 50, but an Ingenium guy comes flying around the corner, red with the bandit icon. And oh, my no. heart literally like leapt oh, into my no. throat. And I was like, oh wait, I'm sub 50. I'm good. <laughs> but it was, uh-huh. it was, it was one of those things where I was like, Ingenium used to be the red guild. So I was like, oh they God. Are. And I was like, okay, whew, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> I mean, they, they got Toes, they got Ruminia, they got Laven, you know, like they, they definitely have their collection of red players. <laughs> yeah. No question. Um, but like they're a super fun community to be a part of. Um, just as, I'm curious, what what guilds did you kind of? What was your like? Um, what was your kind of process? What guilds did you kind of filter through? Was, was it yeah, just so epidemic? I've and only just... I've only be- ever been in three guilds actually. Um, so I was in a guild called Joker, 
and I warred oh with him. Oh my gosh, he was in Joker. Yeah, oh, so God. I was in Joker for, oh, this is the, you're about to get some lore drop here. Uh, so I was in Joker for about two to three months, and we were really good friends with one of the officers uh, of Corrupt. And some of the leadership of Joker had started to burn out because they had all been playing together for like a year, year and a half at this point. And they were like, okay, we want to chill. And Corrupt was trying to get really big into the T2 scene. So they were just, they were like, hey, you're already friends with us, like merge. And so we merged. We stayed in Corrupt for like, I think it was like five months. But you know how sometimes the merge just doesn't quite fit and slowly like one mm-hmm. by one you'll That's drop every, a player. Every merge, yeah. dude. You'll There's, drop like one player works. and then one other core player and one other core player. And so everybody kind of left. And it was like me and like... I think it was like five original Joker members left. And finally, we were just like, all right, well, I'm kind of burnt out. I don't really feel like playing anymore. None of the guys I started playing with are playing anymore. So we left. And then like, no, I'm not even kidding. Like three weeks later, we were all like, hey, do you guys want to start Joker back up? And so we started Joker back up. And that's where I started shot calling and doing all that. And then I was in Joker up to the point it died, which is also how I met Epidemic. We were decked on each other for like a month. Um, I quit for like two months. And then ironically all my friends that i was in joker with went to epidemic so then i went to epidemic and that's that's where i am i have only been in joker corrupt and epidemic ever i was in gvg for a day actually no that's not entirely true i forgot there's one brief period about a two-month period where i went to a guild called loon do you know who loon is no but they don't sound same loon loon was the guild that uh who he hanser and aframu all were a part of and mm. so i was a shot caller <clears throat> and followed who he because he was part of clg at the time which was my favorite league team oh uh, yeah he posted on twitter and said i need a shot caller for black desert online so needless to say i immediately oh, slid dude. in the dms and went and played with uh, Huhi Hanser and Aframu for a couple of months. And that was really fun because at the time I'd kind of like put down the League of Legends like drive that I had. But I still like looked up to all those guys. So I was like, fuck, I can play with those guys but not play in League of Legends with them. And they all listened to me. It was great. It was like such a like it was such a surreal moment because like I'd been watching competitive league for like four years, I think, yep. at the time. Yeah. So yep. it was I wild. Remember. Yeah. yeah. No, I remember those. Um, a lot of those guys jumped around, and they always have. Every time they come back to the game, they have a different name, and you just don't yep. know. Um, and I like to think that at some point they would ask me to shot call for them because boy, <laughs> boy, would I give them the content of their lives. Um, uh, if oh man, I would run Afro down. Um, <laughs> I love. It was such that. a surreal That's thing. Great. It was wild meeting those yeah. guys. Yeah. So I. I started in a guild called Intrinsic Quality. I remember my buddy Note, uh, who was the guy that I basically started the game with, very good friends um, with. And he was like a super big life skiller. He's like, dude, we got to get into a guild. We were like, I don't know, three or four weeks into the game. He's like, dude, I'm a life skiller. I need these life skilling buffs. You know, like this this 20% (laughs) round going to pilgrims every day. Um, This is ridiculous. And so he's like, I found this guy in world chat. His name's Verkinoris. He's got this guild. I joined. It's great. It's super chill. They have zero expectations. And we can just mooch. We can just mooch off of everything that they do. 
<laughs> I was like, I was like, okay, Beck, can you get me in there? He's like, okay, yeah. Like it was some like, like, like he's like, I know a guy, so I can get into this guild kind of thing. <laughs> but really, 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 it's actually totally reversed. They're like, oh, thank God, we got another player. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so like, I joined Intrinsic Quality, and they had a very small um, community, but boy, was it great. Um, mm. I loved the community and intrinsic quality. Just a nice, chill PVX. Everyone was always sitting in voice. Same like four or five people. Always sitting mm -hmm. in voice, and they were always there very consistently. Um, whether they worked from home or whatever. And they, uh, this guy named Verk uh, is who I'm going to call him. It's just this wealth of knowledge on the game. Um, and I remember sitting there every day. Uh, people ask where I got most of my wealth of knowledge and life skilling and stuff from. And, and to be honest, he's like the big guru. He's like the Yoda um that i learned from when i started the game and then eventually you know you get hungry for that for that pvp and you know iq is definitely not going to do any pvp and so um uh note and i wanted to go try so we joined a guild called uh that is going to sound familiar named muted um although it was a very different guild when i joined it um that the archer uh giho was shot calling and he was my very first experience um with shot calling just in general, and I thought that man, that's so cool. He says stuff, and then the whole guild does what he does. Yep, what he does. that's really cool. You know, I thought that that was super sick, and I I did pretty well on my DK to be honest with you. But I and in fact, I did so well that I caught the attention of a of a relatively major siege guild at the time. So Legatum, uh, a guy named Drift Panda, uh, slid into my DMs, and I I you know Drift has a reputation in the community now, but back then Drift it was running Legatum, and he was like, hey man, you you need to come be in our guild, and I was like. Don't you guys like own Balanos? I was like, like mm. that was like a big thing. I was like, oh my yep. gosh, they own a reach. I was like, no, no, we gotta go. We gotta go over to Legatum. So we we went over to Legatum, and that was my first real experience with like a really big siege guild, mm. um, or what I would have considered a really big siege guild. And now there's clips floating around in the community. Every once in a while, someone goes, "Blue, is this you?" And there's like this it's this ancient clip of like Legatum coming in and getting absolutely farmed. And then there's Blue on his DK hopping around killing people you know what i mean I, Dude, this is the best. I love it when people bring up old clips you know? and i'm like oh there i am you can see I'm me like, I'm right oh there. my gosh that's crazy <laughs> you know so anyway after a while i felt like overwhelmed um uh and so i went i would go back to intrinsic quality and then like legatum collapsed came back as a new guild i went back to legatum for a while and then i went when i went back to legatum the next time it was the first time i ever i remember my first taste of shot calling ever was when the shot caller died and the ball was still up. We had been getting farmed by Notorious. APOC wasn't even a thing yet. We were getting farmed by Nodo, um, and I was marked in on this on this node to see how this new Legatum was working. Um, and the shot caller died, and we're standing in this choke. We'd been getting, uh, like, I can't emphasize enough. We'd been getting bulldozed every push. And the shot caller, he said, somebody take it. And I was like, just do it, man. You know you want it. And I, <laughs> I just stood up like I've been doing it forever. And I was like, I want traps right here. Traps right here. You guys stand up on this high ground. Can we range up on this high ground? You know, like I'm telling Hope Accurate to get up on the high ground and stuff. And and then here comes Noto pushing in this this little choke here. And we we Valkyrie ultied. And like Hope Accurate comes in with his like 730 gear score in like 2019. You know, like and just starts <gasps> blasting. Like just starts blowing people away. And we pushed the entire Noto ball back. And I was like, that oh god i want to do that again that felt really yep. good you know what i mean so then i wanted to shot call well legatum wouldn't let me shot call um because their shot caller really wanted to shot call all the time so i said screw it so i went back to iq um and i turned them into a t1 guild good fuck it yeah. i'll make my own guild you yep. know what i mean it wasn't really my <clears throat> guild though so eventually uh iq and i 
uh, kind of parted separate ways. I ended up floating through a guild called Chrysalism and then Coast, um, which I'm sure Tiltus is familiar with. Um, I remember Coast. Yeah, and then I made Dismantled. Um, and then after Dismantled, but I, man, I, I've been through a lot of guilds. It sounds like I've been through a lot of guilds, but I swear to God, I'm a loyal guy when it comes to guild. It's <laughs> seven years, okay? Um, and Dismantled was like a year and a half until I had to set it down because I wanted to be a content creator, so we all went to Vertex together. Um, and then Vertex died, uh, and we went to Family. Um, and that didn't quite work out, so we went to Corrupt uh, in the, you know, as the dislike, kind of like the Dismantled Sister Guild, and now I'm in Reforged again, which is essentially it's um, Dismantled, but, but, but way better because Trini's running it. Um, yep. <laughs> That's the trick. <laughs> yeah, like... Like she, she's just better than I am at running the guild. And so like we have yep. just a reshuffle of leadership. I can focus on my content and being the face of the guild. And I feel like I'm at home again. You know what I yep. mean? So mm. that's how, that's how Llama and I run it too. Is like Llama is the actual GM. I tried to run Epidemic once. It didn't last it long because it was way too much. Too much. And so like, it's the perfect balance of like, I can get on, I can shot call. I can do all the streaming. I can get on the, the podcast, the, the Node War podcast and talk all the shit I want. And then at the end of the day, when everybody, anybody messages me upset, I'm like, hey, go talk to Llama. <laughs> go go to that yeah. guy. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> this, this sounds, sounds like a Trini question. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, honestly, the, one of the biggest reasons I stayed with the game is that I just reached out and made friends. And that's why yep. I'm such a big advocate mm -hmm. nowadays for players joining guilds. You know what I mean? It's like after yep. Note kind of quit the game and, and I didn't really have anyone else to talk to, I was like, man, I want to play the game, but like, I don't want to play the game alone. So like, I just went and made new friends and boy, and I lived happily ever after. You know what I mean? That's so how it like, goes. It, it, it is what it is. You just find your, you find the guild and, and you kind of just stick with it. Um, you, go ahead. Jay, did you start with a group of people or were you just like um, rolling solo for a while? Um, uh, so when I, uh, was playing World of Warcraft. Uh, I only joined because, I, you know, I had my group of friends that I played with. And, mm -hmm. you know, I definitely can't deny the the amount of fun I had playing with them uh, for the year or so that I, I played World of Warcraft with. But after that, they all left. And so uh, I, I also left because there was, you know, no more no more friends to look for. So I had to look yeah. for other friends. And when I found a Black Desert, that was kind of like the first game for me that I started playing for myself, not because of somebody else asking me to play. Yeah. And that's kind of like the... Um, the formula that I used to play for other games before was the only reason I would play them because my friends would uh, ask me to play with them. Right. And that was like the majority of, of, of my, of my gaming life is because of I'm playing for other people, but this is this time I'm playing for myself and that's, and now I found a community that I like and now we're here. So, yep. <laughs> Amen. And now Jay has forced that community to be only PVX and he has got PVE. <laughs> And he finally uh, has he what he wants. Lord. And he finally has what he wants. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what drove you guys away from other MMOs? Um, uh, I'm curious. Uh, what did you not like? So if, did you try other MMOs in the genre? For me personally, BDO was my first MMO. Because again, I didn't want to do the tab target. One, two, three, four, five. Unironically, nowadays, mm. now I kind of want that again. Um, <laughs> now I'm too I'm old. A, I just want to hit yeah, the I'm one, two, three. You know what I mean? Uh, but like... Uh, what drove you away from other MMOs? Because I didn't really try other MMOs in the genre uh, before this. Uh, uh, Jay, we'll start with you this time. Um, you know, like I mentioned before, I was in a mythic raiding guild in World of Warcraft. And like Tilta said before, it was the authority. I think that was a good good word to describe. Um, like what really drove me away was the 
sort of uh, someone um, putting this extreme pressure. Like when I when I was growing up, personally, I had a very strict mom. She was very, <laughs> mm. you know, um, very strict about me being, uh, you know, not wanting me to do drugs or anything. You know, she's as I mentioned before, I'm Catholic Christian, and so you know, it kind of goes. <laughs> I'm sure you know the, or maybe you don't know, but she's a very strict I, mom, very yeah, kind of yeah. tiger mom esque. And then that sort of authority, like if it, if it was with me in that game, right? Right. So my gaming was a way to for me to escape that authority. And now there's another game that's also having that authority, and I did not like that. And so yeah. that's what <laughs> mainly drove me away. You're you know? not so. my. I just, <laughs> I just, I'm so sorry. I got caught up in this thing. Yeah. He's like, it was my way of escaping authority. I'm like, he literally, his idea of like roughing it and like doing this, like doing the dirty shit, is playing shy at Olin's. You know what I mean? There's other, there's other people out there like super DJs, red players, like die loser, get pwned, idiot. You know what I mean? Che would never shit talk anyone in his life. <laughs> he's splurging like this is what this, this god jay come on you gotta live a little bit man i get the feeling that we need to take jay out for a drink that's what yeah. i get the feeling we need, to, we need to take jay out to moy quinn one day just, oh, we'll, just, we'll just spend some time him. just hanging Force out in the jail and going red oh, we'll have god. a good time he'll kill everybody because he's 730 or 760 i actually, I actually but... went red um i actually went red once so that I could get the knowledge at Muquin just to complete uh, the knowledge okay. entry. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> I have That's been fair. read before. I have been read before. <laughs> Everybody's got to do it once. Um, I did, you know, I played, you know, that I'm thinking about it. Technically, I did play one MMO before BDO. And it was the, not not surprisingly, that Star Wars MMO, um, was it Knights of the Old Republic? Or what, what was Knights it? Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, I was so hyped about that game. And then it just kind of sucked. Uh, but like I, <laughs> I heard it's I, good now. Yeah, I heard it's a lot better now. But I'll be honest, I've got just a way better game now. I just like yeah. rotated <laughs> and like, it's just why objectively I better. I love Star Wars, but like I don't know, man. Disney just kind of took it downhill. Unless you want to talk about the Mandalorian or Mandalorian sequel, um, Boba Fett. Uh, but like, yeah, I mean, like I just didn't ever really like the MMO genre before I hit BDO, and then because of its open world and then its combat system is kind of one of the kind. I was like, well, I don't. I don't like MMOs. I like BDO, but I don't necessarily yeah. like him. Now that's, I would say, funny. to be honest with you, now I would say I would probably love World of Warcraft nowadays. I would probably yeah. love it because looking at the game now, I'm like, oh, dude, getting together, doing raids, like big PVX content. That's what I miss of Destiny. Mm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I played Destiny um, and God, my I still remember my fondest memory of all gaming ever is I was thinking about it the other day is my first death of the callus raid is leading that raid because none of us knew how to do any of the mechanic we we no spoilers all six of us went in and we just figured it out it took us like eight to 12 hours but we figured out every room and i was like shot calling the whole thing and again it was one of my first experiences like shot calling and leading a group and god it was so cool when we finally killed him uh at the end yep. it was just sick um so, and i wanted that in in bdo and we just don't have that yet but i have a very different route that i went down because i played a lot of mmos i played a lot of weird mmos up to the point i found bdo oh, no way so i i think oh, one no. of the biggest reasons i liked bdo and why it felt so cool to me to play was because i was a runescape player from like 2003 oh god until like 2008 
So I played a lot of RuneScape back in the day, and I have a lot of very fond like childhood memories of just playing RuneScape. But RuneScape is open world sandbox. You can do whatever you want, pretty much wherever you want. There's no open world PvP unless you play on a PvP server. But still, it was like I go do whatever I want. So right. then I went to like I tried WoW. It wasn't it. I tried uh, Dungeons and Dragon Neverwinter, which if you've never played that MMO, you missed out because the height of that game was so much fun. It's what introduced me to like MMO style combat, and they had like battlegrounds and like you know like large some larger scale stuff, and they had right. all the large scale like raids and stuff like that. And then I went and did ESO for a while. I've tried ESO multiple times, and every time I get into it. I'm like, yeah, this is really cool. I'm going to play this game for a long time. I spend like three weeks with it and then I'm done. And then and then I don't cancel my subscription for like three months and they just keep taking money on my account. I'm like, stop enough. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, I the the open world, like the true open world of BDO, where it's like at level one, you can literally just go, I don't want to do the main story. I'm going to go do whatever I want. And you can walk away from Edan and you can go do whatever it is that you want. It's like such a nice thing. And was. it was like you finish the tutorial and the, it's just like, OK, here you go. Go have fun. So, um, yeah, I've tried a lot of MMOs and I've not stuck with any of them to the length that I stuck with uh, BDO, including Classic WoW. Well, wow. Yeah, I mean, like, honestly, you bring up a great point. Um, like I, I was an elitist back in the day. I did not, I would not play a game because I had a 1080 graphics card. I yep. was not going to play a game. I was, I was a big spender. I was not going to play a game that didn't have good graphics. I just couldn't mm. do it. And so like people that were playing Minecraft, well, you need to get into RuneScape, etc. And I was like, no. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no, I'm not going to do that. Um, <laughs> and somebody in my chat said it perfectly. One of our listeners said, BDO is like RuneScape, but with better graphics, and that's all it took. And I was like, sadly, that is almost true. Yep. It's right? really you can close, make BDO actually. look like RuneScape, right? You can, actually. <laughs> but, but the removal of the The no... FPS, they want 1,000 FPS, you know? It's warrior players. It's warrior players. Ignore warrior them. players. It's the warrior players. <laughs> no, dude. It's always the warrior <laughs> Every time, dude. They're like, but I can get 10 more FPS. You have 700 FPS. Relax, dude. Um, <laughs> relax, man. But yeah. Um, okay. All right. So we're going to move on to our second. Jay, something tells me we're not going to make it to the forum post again. I know. Um, <laughs> we yeah, talked 37 minutes that for this first topic. That one, that one like, went on for a minute. Yeah, we lowered the hole. amount of topics from last week to this week. We're still, it's fine. It's fine. Keep going. Keep going. He's like, you gotta go. You gotta go. You gotta go. It's fine. Um, <laughs> one day we're just gonna have to like take all of our old topics and just rapid we should fire put them the forum all in one podcast. First. <laughs> oh, no. Let's put the forum post first next. True. Yeah. We can't mess it up if we put the forum post first. Oh, goodness. All right, so uh, with the one topic that I want to touch on is with the, um, or Tiltus wanted to touch on is with the recent influx of new players, uh, we have like the major cities and zones feel way more populated and the world just feels more alive, right? Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, it also feels crowded uh, and especially uh, for regions that have like fewer total servers compared to NAEU. Uh, how do you feel about our current, on North America, how do you feel about our current total amount of channels slash servers? So when we say servers in this case, we're talking about like the channels, comma one, comma two, comma three, you know, et cetera. So um, we'll start with, uh, I think I started with Jay last time. So Tiltus? Um, I 
So now, currently, right now, with the amount of players that we have, I really like it. But that was what kind of brought this up because recently I was like, man, it feels like BDO feels just a little different. Like when I'm running through town and like there's shies playing music and there's like people just hanging out doing whatever, I was like, something feels a little different than it did like a month ago, even. And that's what kind of inspired this question. So I like it right now. We have like the perfect balance for the amount of players that we have right now, I feel like. But like six months ago when the game was like, it hadn't taken off yet. There was no Festa. There was no like any of that stuff yet. And the game yep. was kind of just like in oh, its man. normal lull that it goes mm -hmm. through. I was like, the game kind of felt like it wasn't dead. Obviously, you'd still run into players, but it just wasn't alive. You know, it was just like, it was napping. Mm -hmm. it, it was, BDO was taking a nap. You I know? know Jay was enjoying it. Olin's was always open. Mm -hmm. He loved it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's always There's, there was actually, about... um, <laughs> There was actually another issue I had um, at, at Olin's because of the population. Because, um, you know, uh, because of the extra population, we some of our members in at Olin's and, and me for for uh, at the same time also reloaded a couple times Oof. when when the crowd servers were crowded and you know that that's kind of dangerous because i'm grinding with my five billion crystal gearins mm, um, oh tier that could go poof at any time but you know at the same time it's definitely cool um that the game that i love and i'm so passionate about is receiving so much attention you know mm. and many people are trying the game out so i don't mind maybe sacrificing my crystal for the greater good that's just a server <laughs> stability issue yeah stabilize the service a little bit yeah we'll be golden <laughs> But I do like how alive it feels right now because it does particularly 100%. feel like really alive right now. Like running through Heidel, there's like oh, hundreds yeah. of players just hanging out right now. Yeah, I know. I've, I've had a few people come into my chat complaining. So I can't find a spot to grind. I'm like, stop complaining. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's yeah, exactly I how I feel. I'm like, I'm like, shh, shh. We're literally the only community that is like, God, I hate that the game is so successful. Uh, <laughs> I can't get my grind suffering from success. That one, yeah, was <laughs> it DJ Khaled? DJ yeah, Khaled. <laughs> every time. So yeah, I mean, like, I, I feel like BDO is also one of the only games that actually like it benefits the players that stick around long term because then you do have like more grind spots to choose from mm -hmm. uh, and stuff. But I love the amount of channels that we're at now. Don't expand it. Don't add any more channels. Mm -hmm. I like it crowded. You know what I Me mean? Too. I also like to think that the comma servers were the very first ones crowded because reforged home servers are on comma. There's a lot of huh. home servers that exist on comma. Like, it, it tripped me up. Don't say that. It's, I need this. We're the only ones here. <laughs> and we are the reason everyone is here. I'm just kidding. Um, but like, it, it was, it was crowded. They were the first servers to get crowded. And I thought that that was super cool. Um, and I love when servers are crowded and there's a nice big bustling world and you're walking around mm -hmm. there's actually active players walking around you everywhere you go i like that it makes it feel like i and get this a multiplayer game yep a God. massive an, an multiplayer. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah no i super enjoy it um like i i think it pro promotes more social uh, like like interactions and activity i'll be honest with you I haven't checked in on the T1 scene uh, in a second. Well, but like I referred, normally I refer people over. I'm like, all right, like, hey, I'm applying. Can I get into your guild? I'm like, sorry, man, we got we got a wait list to get in. I said, mm -hmm. I was like, what's your gear score? And he's like, oh, like 600 or whatever. And I was like, oh, Tiltus would be a great job. So I sent him over to Epidemic, right? And yep. Tiltus was like, dude, I don't know what you want from me, bro. We have a wait list. Yep. Like as long as my arm, man, I can't, I can't do it. I'm like, all right. <laughs> yep. I literally fine. had to tell somebody earlier today. I was like, I've, 
Uh, I've got my two spots that I have right now are already reserved for people. Exactly, so you're cycling like, people. And so yeah. then I sent him, then I sent him to the, I sent him to Celestius because then he's like, all right, well, let, can I get a T1 guild? I'm like, all right, yeah. So I sent him to Celestius and they're like, no, nah, man, we're full. We have a huge wait list. I'm like, oh, God. So then yep. I sent him over to nerds and, 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 and Alex goes, man, we got a huge, we got a huge wait list. I'm like, this is a joke. <laughs> Could yep. someone make another kill? Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, <laughs> it's actually they make crazy. Guild some more than what is it? The cap is a hundred, right? No. Should they make it? No. Okay. No. Don't. 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 <laughs> no. Don't. Nope. 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 <laughs> leave that. Leave that system alone right now. We have alliance. If you need the extra fifty spots, you're okay. Just leave no. it. Leave it be. <laughs> no. Yeah. Somebody in our guild unironically suggested yesterday, and I tilt this. You're gonna find this funny. Is blue. We did so well at siege. Hear me out. What if we made another two guilds, and then you got to run? like 300 people at siege and then we could just ally with ourselves and i was like so your plan is to have <laughs> our leadership run 300 players which i can't even have as a before this big blow up i don't know how many players are in the in the pvp player base now but before this big blow up there was a roughly a thousand maybe 1200 players yep in total in the, estimate. in the large in the large scale pvp and i was like and you want me to basically run 30 percent of that yep <laughs> there's not, nope. there not a chance there's yeah. not a, you have the Absolutely wrong guy not. we already have a hard <laughs> enough time running the 150 man guild that we essentially have going on right now um that's the problem with running guilds in bdo though is like if you don't have the knowledge you're doomed like yeah. so like there's only like a finite number of of leadership cores that are actually capable of running um mm -hmm. a guild nowadays and like i've heard rumblings of different guilds coming back um like uh things like null and stuff and like that i'm like mm -hmm. oh thank, thank god because we definitely have the player base to fill these guilds and, and like yeah. a snap of a, these guilds just instantly fill and are competitive right because yep. if you you put the right leadership in charge you put impeg zoom in them in charge or you put um like god for like jam chew or any of the other uh, i saw this is going to sound really old tiltus but there's a guild called peko that's back yeah i know um i was aware of by... that before it even was like i heard i knew about it when it was a whisper on the wind i've oh known about it for God. a hot minute they decked just so that he could tell me um yep that he was back um running it again and so like peko is this guild um for lack of a better term guys uh, for our listeners that don't know peko is kind of like this weeb is, is the word that i'm gonna use gosh <laughs> there's such a there's such a gentle guild and they love like the anime like they, they're like super into it right like they're they um their guild photo is like a like a you know a cute little anime chick and stuff like it's standard stuff and i remember the day way back in the day um when tokab was running peko um that i introduced them to the waifu bot and it was oh that was a mistake it was a game changer for them i'm not joking people were dropping people were dropping guild yep. because they were missing their waifus on the waifu and people take it seriously and reforce too this is ridiculous yep like we, i think we have abandoned epidemic actually i wish i should have taken that route i made a mistake we, we had, it, we had it in gang actually and I'm, so it caused some issues every once in a while i'm too i'm too deep now man i can't get rid of it now i, I got too many, too many people enjoy it in our server um <laughs> But yeah, we have all these guilds coming back to the game. And, and honestly, I think we're going to see this huge influx. Usually when we see this influx to the game, we see this massive influx of new players um, mm -hmm. to the game, which mm -hmm. is like the T1 scene just explodes with mm -hmm. the number of guilds in the T1 scene. Right now, it's about to burst because there's no one that actually wants to start a guild. 
Um, yep. But like once a few people, a few more people start up guilds and it starts filling up more, the T1 scene is just going to explode. And then after a while, those players will get enough gear to be in T2, T3. And then after a while, those gears will get enough. Uh, th those players will get enough to compete in uncapped. And overall, like the, the tsunami will wash across like the whole uh, PvP scene, which is really really cool. Uh, but I really enjoy that. I like it when we don't have to fight for recruits, and it doesn't look like guilds are like gasping for air. Um, in terms of overall players and trying to get like keep their activity levels up. So, um, okay, all right, let's we. we we gotta keep moving right along here because I mean, <laughs> boy, we spent a, we spent a while. On a, we spent a while. We can always like push topics to next week. You know, it's yeah, less no, work it's for I'm telling you, one week we just need to do a speed round <laughs> where it's just like fire topics, them dude. off. You know, <laughs> I know. Here's all the topics we've missed over the last two months. All right, go. <laughs> all right. So, um, are you guys still playing your OG class? What class did you start the game with, and why are you still playing it, or why are you not still playing it? Uh, Tiltus, I already know you. We'll, we'll go to Jay first here. I don't. I, start, I started as a witch back in 2018, and I you know, played for a very long time. <laughs> Before I rolled to Wooza five-ish years later, I think Wooza was released in uh, December of 2022. And I, I definitely don't regret anything from picking witch in the beginning and, and then rolling to Wooza. Even if I had known all the changes that would have happened, um, I think I had a lot of fun on witch. And, but definitely Wooza's whole aesthetic of being this caster that controls the weather really made me fall in love with her. Um, I think my advice to anyone who's tr having trouble picking a class, because I, I always get these these answers from um, uh, a, a, you know from chat asking me like, oh, should I reroll or something? Um, I, but I'm worried that that class is going to get nerfed, right? And um, oh, one sec, I just got raided. Oh shoot, my my notifications. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> That's okay. Ah, my audio is good this time. Oh, Y'all no. joke. Y'all no, thought it was gonna be me. Y'all thought it was gonna be me. Uh, okay. Um, what was I saying before? Okay. My advice. <laughs> my advice. To any. Thank you for the. Thank you for the raid, Bella. Uh, my advice to anyone who's trouble having trouble picking class is find a class that fits your person, uh, playstyle, and aesthetic. Mm -hmm. For example, for me, I've always preferred the caster and mage archetypes as as well as like a slower playstyle. and for wusa definitely fit those bills perfectly and then for you that aesthetic might be the warrior archetype a fast playstyle, the bow user aesthetic an assassin archetype a fighter a bruiser playstyle. and i tend to see players stick to their class and have more fun with that class if they, if they pick a class that fits their aesthetic and whenever people tell me um oh i'm so worried that you know it's gonna get nerfed in the future um i find that a complete waste of time to worry about those things that may or may not happen in the future we aren't yeah. oracles we can't predict the future if you think a class looks cool and you think you're gonna have fun that's more than enough reason to try that mm -hmm. class yeah that's not a problem at all uh trader reported um Celtic, <laughs> uh you still play, you still play in your class yep i started <laughs> with dk i've gone through a few different classes for shot calling purposes but nothing's ever gonna like fully pull me away from DK. Every time I think, I'm like, all right, I'm putting the nail in the coffin. I'm done with it. It, it always, I play it one it's, time for some right reason. And I'm like, in, oh, I gotta it's play every it again. Time. Like, every this time. time. This time it was uh, Land of the Morning Light. My DK has all the stories already done. So I was like, well, okay, my DK has all the stories. I might as well continue with the trend of making sure my MSQ is done with my DK. So I went to Land of the Morning Light, did the bosses, and I was like, I love this class. I got to play it. And now I'm playing the class again. So um, 
and succeeding in PvP on it, which is weird now too. Like it's not a meme anymore. I'm hitting like top five in Node Wars now, and I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm oh, actually not a bad. I'm actually not a bad player. I was just on the wrong class. So, I remember um, those days when I used to like top frag and the got him on my DK. Um, yep. Man, that was a lot of fun. They're gone now. <laughs> those days are gone. I I live honestly. I can't go back to the class because I live on the copium that I could definitely top frag if I wanted to, if I played Dark Knight again. I can't do that because it would dispel all of that for me. I'm just kidding. Um, I played DK when I started the game. Absolutely loved it. Um, and I just, I don't know, man. Like, I I wanted to shot call, you know, and you can't shot yep. call on the Dark Knight. It's just not doable. It's not, it's not fun. It's not doable. So I picked up the witch and then I got introduced to this whole new aspect of this class. And the thing I loved about witch was not, it was not its aesthetic or the fact that, um, she was a caster or any of that. It was that, oh my God, I have to push like way less buttons. <laughs> this is way better. And you once really I just need to be playing well, once I discovered <laughs> that I was like, oh my God, why have I been working so hard all of these years to grind? Um, and so like, I've always wanted to pick DK back up again, just because I like, I, I get the feeling like, man, is it, is it time to bust it back out? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, next time, baby. No, it's, yep. it's all good. I'm good. Maybe next um, time. If anyone's the trader here, it's me because right now I'm playing mystic. Um, because yeah. I started the oh. game on DK and oh. it still feels filthy. <laughs> you are no, it, no. It feels no. dirty. <sighs> but in a super fun, like experimental kind of way. Oh, um, that hurt. I love, oh man, Mystic is just so smooth and it's like the antithesis of everything Dark Knight. You guys I, are I mean, really like, trying to get me out of this podcast today. I gotta leave. I mean, it was, <laughs> I remember fucking... the genocide of my people. The Dark Knights were purged <laughs> from the server when Mystic released. It was, it was awful it was to bad. see them go. You know what I mean? I mean, I collected all those weapons. As a result, I said, go, thank you. Yep. And I took those weapons off the marketplace, but yeah. So no, I'm not playing my original class. I play a uh, witch and I floated over to Valkyrie for a while. That was a lot of fun. But again, wow, that class is a lot of work. That yeah, class is. is too much work. I remember going in, going into the battle arena with Amu, um, uh, who is like the guy who wrote the guide on Awakening Valkyrie. And he's like teaching me all this stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, dude, this is, yep. this is kind of a step up um, from DK. Cause like I went from DK Valk over to Witch, and it was like this steep drop off, and I just never turned back around and tried anything else because Witch is so easy. I was like, oh, thank goodness, mm -hmm. it's so much easier, and I don't have to complain anymore. I can just say, oh, I'm the shock caller, copium. It's all yep. good. Um, <laughs> I, I never have so to worry about flack for playing Awakened Valk in Node Wars for many months, and I was oh, like, bro, I, like I can't learn. Like that's the thing too. I think some players don't entirely understand too. Is like I can know Valkyrie for grinding and i can know valkyrie for 1v1 you put me in a large scale situation where the only th options i have are rbf and node war and then i'm shot calling during the node war it's too you much. can't it's you too can't much learn on, a man. class while shot calling no. it's not a thing no yeah um, too much going on yeah so i i understand the valk struggle it, it's it's a ton of fun but it is a it is a very unique class in the way that it plays and it plays a lot differently in large scale than i think most people think it would yeah it's a little obnoxious. Um, so, uh, would you have chosen? So, if you had to do it all over again, and all of the classes today were released, would you be would you be playing your original class, or would you have rerolled? Did you roll off your class because you didn't like it anymore? Um, or I, I think that if I was starting the game today, I would still have picked Dark Knight. 
I would have done it all the same way again. It would have been the same sequence of events. Mm. Um, Jay, do you think... I, I'm curious. Oh, actually, first, Jay, I have a question. Did you get mm. your care package? Yes. Did you get your care package? Care package? Uh, so I live in Canada, so it takes a little bit longer for me to get... All right. uh, whenever do you mind if stuff, I tell so. you? Do you mind if I tell you? Oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. I'm going to show you real quick. So they sent the BDO partners. I'm so sorry, Tiltus. They sent the BDO partners um, a care package um, of, like, special game merch for us. Um, and one of the things that they sent us is literally the exclusive Woosa fan. Oh, fan. oh. oh my God. It's what? An exact, yeah, it's, an exa- so it's a replica now. of the fan. Oh, and my the God. What? Of Woosa in game. I know. That's the main class. Uh, it's literally, I know. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I'm coming right now. I'm coming right now. I know. I literally go, <laughs> Dear Delphi, thank you for the care package, but you sent me Jay's. Sincerely, <laughs> Blue. Um, I, uh, he said, I want the whole staff, dude. Bring it here. <laughs> Give me the orb. All right. Yeah, no. So like, I, I Jay, I expect you to be what? all oh over there. It's so sick. It's like, yeah, it's like a really good quality and everything. Um, they even addressed it, Bald Squadron. Um, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, Delphi. They really reported. like everybody likes um, the bald jokes, man. Yeah, he's reported. Uh, Maybe I need like, to go bald. <laughs> <laughs> yes, one of us. Oh God. Oh no. Um, Jay so, Bald VT. <laughs> so Jay, do you think if you were start if you were brand new to the game and you were looking at it and mm-hmm. you just saw the class trailers and stuff, do you think you'd pick Wooster mm-hmm. or do you think you'd pick Witch? Try to think back um, and like remember what it was like. Well, um, does that like are, are you saying that if, like if Wooster was um, if all back of this then, was or... a, yeah, yeah yeah no so if all if you were a brand new player today and uh, you had never played oh, the game before and you were looking at it mm-hmm. for the first time, would you still pick Witch first? Or do you think you would just go straight to the Wusa? I the think I would go straight to the Wusa. I think um, definitely her whole aesthetic like made me fall in love with her, and I, and she definitely, you know, when she awakens, she literally uses this grimoire, this magic spell tome, which is the like epitome of an mage archetype. And so that's like that's that's what I wanted. Even though which does have the the staff, the staff is pretty mage archetype ish. But I I've always been I was been more. Um, uh, leaning towards books and all that, you know, knowledge stuff mm. and that aesthetic. And so, yeah, I would definitely, I would have changed to, to Usa. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. And Tiltus, would you, as do much, you think? Yeah. As much as I love my DK, if all the classes were available, I think I'd be playing Suck Megu. Every single oh. time I touch oh. that class, the fluidity of the class, and it's also like a medium range bomber, very similar to DK, which is my preferred playstyle. I like being that mid range caster. Um, it feels so good every time I play it. That's why my Iron Man yesterday He's, was a Megu, which died, feels, which means I can't play it anymore. Do you feel dirty? Do you feel yeah. dirty when you play it? You were the I one do. that hated Megu. When I you do. were like, I, I hate it. it. And I, every time I play it, I'm like, oh man, this is so, I'm, I'm filthy. filthy. I'm so yeah, gross. That's right. It's like me playing but, uh, Mystic, baby. It's so nice. My favorite, my favorite animal is also a <laughs> fox. So it's like, it's literally just like, it lined up in the cosmos for fucking Megu. And I was like, ah. Every time I play it, I'm like, oh, dude, it would be so nice to get good at Suck Megu. Like, it just, every time I play it, I'm like, oh, this feels so good. It's so fluid and crisp compared to, like, Awakened DK, which is very, like, it's a mid-range nuke, but the classes are the skills besides Seed and Shattering do not flow particularly well into one another. It's really funny. It's really funny that you say that because if it, before Meku and Wusa and them, you would have like like we the, everyone always said that Waking you man his skills just flow so well together and stuff. Yep. And then these new classes come out and you're like, oh no, 
Yeah, you realize what true <laughs> fluidity between skills yeah, actually feels like. Exactly. And you're like, oh, this is what I'm missing. I know. Yeah. Like, but, um, yeah, I'd probably play Suck Megu. Hmm. I think if I had to do all over again, I don't know. I'm an older guy now. Um, I don't know. I'd have to like experiment with the APM requirements, but I know myself. <laughs> I'm going to look for the class that is the most attractive. <laughs> Yep. And Most I'm gonna look for the class. Personality. The, yes, yes, that's what I meant to say. Thank you for correcting yeah. me. Um yeah. and I'm gonna look for the class with the sexiest effects, which might not be Dark Knight anymore. Um but like man, I would've I would have gone on it. I would have gone yeah. in on probably DK again. Um I did try um Guardian recently and she was a uh she's kind of a unit of a class. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. whew, man, Asmongold had the best reaction to Guardian. He was like, guys, oh, we're going to play. So he was like, guys, we're going to play Warrior, but we're going to go through all the classes. Just be. And he's like going through. It was so funny. He he went over Hash and I almost fell out of my chair. He clicks on Hash and he goes, that's stupid. And he just moved to the next class. And I, <laughs> I, I Zane just died internally somewhere. Like, he just fell over and died. And he gets, he gets the Guardian and he goes, hold up. Yo, wait, wait a minute, yo! And he gets through all the class. She's, she's the hottest one. It doesn't even, it's not even close. I, oh, yep. I, I almost, I almost died. Oh, it's so funny. Oh goodness. So yeah, there's a lot that goes into choosing your class, and you don't always get it right the first time. But that's why I think that I, mm -hmm. I like the fact that they have the Fugars time piece because like yeah. it makes it a little bit more forgiving, right? Because like you can absolutely yeah. make the wrong choice um, with it. Um, okay, so. We were all new players uh, at one point, right? Uh, if we were playing nowadays, what are some of the things that we would do? Okay, so if we had to start a new account. So honestly, Tiltus, this is a great question for you. If you had to start a new account, and this is to help our new listeners, like our new players out there in the audience. Um, if you had to do it all over again, what, what were the things that you think you would focus on the most? Like, like what would you like? You're starting a new account. Okay, what do you, what ducks in a row? What are your priorities? As a new player, what do you, what do you, what do you, what would you tell them to do? So definitely, I think the most important thing, and the weird thing is, as I found this out yesterday, the game forces you on your first character to make a seasonal character. It is not an option. You cannot opt to not be a seasonal character. God bless Which it. is great yeah. for new players that have no idea what's going on because they're mm -hmm. going to need the seasonal help. But for me, trying to do mm -hmm. my little series and stuff, I had to make a separate character that was a seasonal character and then go back to the character creator, make a duplicate of said character that was then a regular character so that I could not do uh, seasonal. Um, but definitely, like, just following the season pass, like, not to a T, right? Because, like, obviously, my recommendation is use it as a guide. If something distracts you in the game, go follow Pursue. that rabbit hole. Far, yeah, follow yes. that rabbit hole as far as it will go. Yes. Because odds are all the systems in BDO are pretty in-depth, and you can go down a rabbit hole, and if it really gets to your attention then you found the thing that you want to do in the game and it will it will keep you invested for a long time but the season pass does outside of life skilling which i've talked about extensively does a great job of being like okay you're a new player okay here are the basic things basic fundamentals of what you need to be doing in the game and just like actually take a second and like actually look at the season pass as you're doing it because most of it is like 
actual beneficial quests to go on. You mm -hmm. know, it's like, all right, go do the three blacksmith quest or, you know, go do the combat promotion quest or go do an inventory expansion quest or like there's things in there that help. Plus, all the rewards are really nice for your first account, your first character. Um, so I definitely recommend just doing the season, the season pass. And then if something while you're running around the world, do exactly what I did. If something grabs your attention, go look at that thing and just yeah. follow the rabbit hole because it will suck you way deep into the game. And you'll be mm -hmm. like, how did I end up? You're like standing there and you're like, how did I end up in Dragon? What is Garmoth? Like, how did I get <laughs> in pursuit here? Like, of happiness? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But that's, I think that's the best, like, that's the best new player experience, in my opinion, is just like going into the world. You're in the world. There's plenty of stuff to do. And then all of a sudden, you're like halfway across the world and you're like, how the hell did I get over here? What happened? Dude. Like, I, I lost the last three hours because I literally don't know what I was doing. I was just following the rabbit hole. And now here's Garmoth. Like, you know, all right. Um, so, so chat, I, chat brought you, you bring up an interesting point. Chat brought something up yesterday and they were like, Blue, did ever use that mass TP skill? And the more I talked about it, the more I realized, oh my God, I could take one of our two volatimmies or like one of our newer players. It's like fishing in Valley or something. Make sure that they like, they go to bed for the night and they're still in party with me or in platoon, you know, for Node Wars, <laughs> from Node Wars. Oh, and God. I could just <laughs> TP them across the world. They could just wake up in Odalita and be like, <laughs> yeah. did i did i go to bed here you know like like it just be <laughs> just like yep. leave party and just like leave it and like not tell them what happened oh my not gosh the it so, <laughs> so i so hate funny. to burst your bubble but i don't think you can mass teleport in safe zones I, yes oh. sure you can I as long so as you're in I, platoon. As long as you're in platoon or party with them, yeah. I watched sure. somebody try to. It might be fishing. Then I watched somebody try to do it, and there's a clip of it. I think I was watching. Tenku, oh no! And she tried to mass teleport her group that she was doing the Dokebi chest with into the water while they were all fishing, and it was literally just her. She was the only <laughs> one that went into the water. Everybody else stayed on the shore. <laughs> you just gotta suck the fun out of everything. <laughs> God um honestly um with regards to your earlier comment i actually do think it's a good thing the game forces you to play seasonal there's so many yeah. people that came into my chest like hey i mean a regular character or do i need to go back there's no reason to make a regular character it's stupid it's dumb yeah. new players should not be using the normal like i'm gonna go get my grunel like no no please no yeah. don't do that. <laughs> let, let me do that i'll do it for you. you can watch the series later don't worry about it oh my gosh dude don't do that <laughs> don't do it oh, yeah, don't no. go to the dark days <laughs> yeah i completely agree jay what would be some of your priorities for the new players uh i would say um take your time with your ui because the combat mm. system in this game is is so complex and um you know there's so many key inputs to you know memorize the muscle memory and all that stuff and i think taking your time with ui setting up your cooldowns setting up you know tracking the cooldowns properly like for me uh, when i was learning a wusa and when i was learning awakening wusa uh, i would make sure to uh, set up the cooldowns um in the direction of my combo if you understand what that means like from left to right that's that's the okay. key inputs i would press for the combos etc and that helped me a lot with developing my muscle because how i like to describe to my chat all the time when learning a new class is that learning your key inputs and muscle memory is kind of like i don't know if you've ever learned in i think tiltus you've you've taken like music and learning instruments right like the scales right i, I equate to learning the key inputs um, and muscle memory as to learning the basics on the on the piano for me it was piano I started learning piano when I was three years old It was learning the scales learning your arpeggios doing the exercises and stuff 
And then that helps you develop those skills to be able to do your combos. And the combos, I equate that as the, you know, the sonatas, the concertos, the other musical pieces. And so once you have the, a good uh, basis for that and setting up your UI is a way to do that more efficiently. And so that's what I would give my advice to players is to set up your UI, take your time with your UI, maybe, you know, set something up first. And if you don't like it, you know, adjust it accordingly until you find the perfect um, setup for you. Yep. And don't use the block cooldowns either. Like you can individually yeah. pull those slots out. Mm -hmm. Like, so I know for me, when I really started diving into DK PVP, that was the number one oh, thing dude. that I had to break was because I had developed a lot of bad habits playing DK while going through, you know, grinding and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You can cast skills on cooldown with DK. You know, there's a lot of things you can do that are bad habits, um, which are fine for PVE, but then you go to PVP and somebody, you know, absolutely mollywops the but Jesus out of you. And then you're like, okay, what did I do wrong? So, um, like for me, a lot of my core cooldowns, like a bunch of my iframes are like big damage skills. Those went very close to the center so that I did not have to look anywhere else, but at the center of my screen, I was like, all right, big damage is coming off cooldown. iframe off cooldown, that kind of stuff. It's really important. I think for players to build good, healthy habits with the combat system mm -hmm. early rather than just sit there and stab over and over and over again, because you can cast it off cooldown um so yeah, yeah. ui is for sure mm -hmm. a big one i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna have a hot take on this um i think that most of the time when people say i want i want to give advice to new players blah 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 usually that advice that they're giving is some way to play the game particularly efficiently yep. um mm -hmm. i've never played this game efficiently i'm like 725 gear score and i just stumbled to this number um accidentally um yep. so like my biggest advice for new players is to just don't listen to any of that crap, man. Just yep. enjoy the game. If you're having fun running around looking for the Dokebi chest with your friends, enjoy that because none of yep. the rest of us did. You know what I mean? Um, mm. Like if you like the, the part of the th reason that seasonal, I think does fall short of the new player experience is it doesn't actually introduce players to enough of the systems in the game, like mm -hmm. life skilling, like as we've said before, there's no like Tuvala life skilling set, which there should be, it should be like an optional thing, right? Yeah. You know, get, let, make it like a part of the seasonal pass, but nothing big, you know, make it like dual Manos or something. I'd love to see him just like kind of toss that in there or maybe have him grab a Bartali boat and sail out to Ilya or something. You know what I mean? Get him, get him involved a little bit more into the game's systems, even just very temporarily. Don't force him, but like, you know, optionally have him do that. That way players could like really explore what, what makes the game fun. Like some of my best, like fondest, earliest memories of the game are like, hey man, let's go explore Valencia today. And my buddy and I, no horse, because we didn't, like what, the first time we go galloping in, we're like, oh, this, this sucks, man. We can't gallop in the sand. <laughs> so we just abandoned our horses and we just left them there. There were T5s, man. I just left I, I just left poor Blue 2 over there. Um, and we would just run to the node manager. We're sprinting away from the mobs because we didn't have enough gear, you know? So we're like, Pilaku, we're like, <laughs> like running away from like the jailers and stuff. It was so much fun exploring the game and just having fun. And none of that was efficient. None yep. of it was efficient. Um, but none of the, re I mean, I barter. Nothing about bartering yeah. is efficient nowadays, right? Um, my, I, I've grinded at Ash Forest. Again, not exactly super efficient. You just find something that's really fun and just do that and just enjoy yep. it and pursue it. Um, and the best advice I can give you is to obviously have fun. Don't play it. Don't necessarily play the game efficiently. Um, play as, as efficiently as you want. But the most important thing is you need to find a, an active guild. 
If you don't find an active guild, it's all for nothing. It doesn't matter how efficiently or inefficiently or how much you're enjoying the game, eventually you're going to quit. You got to get into an active community and you'll, they'll teach everything you need to know. You know, assuming it's a solid guild, they'll just teach you everything you need to know along the way. Just keep asking questions. You'll, you'll get there. You'll stumble yep. through it. You know what I mean? Efficiency is one of those things that comes with your age and BDO. As you start hitting that point where you're like, I want gear. Now I'm looking at efficiency. But before then, I mean, one of my fondest memories is like doing like PVP outside Helm's post with my brother. Because my brother was getting bullied. Ooh. And here I was like four levels higher than my brother. I just got my awakening weapon. You know, I roll up and, you know, like fought these guys for like an hour or something like that. And that was not efficient. It was just because my brother was fucking getting his ass kicked. Is he still like, playing? No, no, he doesn't. He quit a very long time ago. But um, yeah, like stuff like that, uh, like going red in Moy Quinn and like being oh, a red so player good. at, at Fogan's. Like that's such it's like juice. that's that wasn't efficient at all. Going to jail every like five minutes because somebody more geared than you comes over and slaps you. Like that's not efficient at all. I wasn't even grinding. I was just there to kill people. Um, like exploring the world like really getting lost in things like I, I i'll never forgive them for taking the bottom of helm's post away i i don't care that it's a story thing i don't care that there's a blacksmith down there that makes your black star give me back my og spot because i <laughs> before they introduced that storyline i went down there and all the mobs were gone and i was like i spent so many hours in this place like religiously like i want to i want to go back and experience that every once in a while um so yeah, yeah I, mm -hmm. helms helms post is not an efficient place to grind but it's like has so many memories for me that it's just oh, like dude. that was the place that was the very first place i ever experienced pvp i was mm -hmm. just dude again it was intrinsic quality it was that pvx guild and i've told this story once before we're grinding we're trying to do our guild mission and these these dirt bags, they came and they flagged and they were, dude, they were just killing us, right? Like they were just killing mm -hmm. us. They, they decked on us. And I was like, uh, guys, we're getting farmed. We can't do our guild mission. <laughs> um, and I remember I, I, I spawn up and Vert's like, don't worry, I'm coming. And so I spawn in and then I see there's my, there's my guild master standing there over the corpse of like three people. And he goes, go yep. my son. I have this. <laughs> And I was like, I want to be that fucking guy. <laughs> I want to be the guy that shows up and just, bam, just yeah. lays it on the table. You know what I mean? Or, you know, the alternative moment where you, I felt like Anakin Skywalker in like the, um, in the council room, um, killing all those new players to go red at Saucens for the first time. Well, you can't yep. kill all of us, you know, and just, just <laughs> ran through them. <laughs> just ran through them all. And then I got to do the Moikwin, you know, like, oh, yep. that was just super fun. And again, none of that was crazy efficient at all. I used to grind Elric Shrine for 6 million silver an hour. Oh, yeah. Um, With my buddy. No, it was like a duo grind. Then we went and duo grinded Saucen. I mean, uh, not Saucens, um, uh, Crescent Shrine. And again, none of these yep. are actually designed to be duo spots, but we wanted to duo grind. You know, it was like we wanted to have a party grind. Um, yep. And so we did, you know, because our pets couldn't pick up all the loot anyway. Um, So, yeah, no, I just, yeah, just enjoy it. It's fun. Yeah. You just can't go it. wrong. You get captivated I, by it, get involved, make friends, you know, and that's how you stick with it ultimately. That's what I've said is like you'll spend the, the first month of BDO, you'll have the most fun I think you've probably had with a game in a long time. And then for the rest of your time playing, you will be chasing that high. And that is BDO in a nutshell. Absolutely. It is. <laughs> um, okay, so outside like the normal game, uh, if we're looking specifically at the Pearl Shop, 
um, as this is a pretty hot button issue for, for a lot of players. What do you feel like the necessary items are for on the Pearl Shop nowadays? It's very different from years ago. Um, mm. But nowadays, what do you think is the necessary uh, stuff that a new player is going to have to buy on the Pearl Shop once they spawn into the game? Uh, Jay, we'll start with you. I mean, you know, the low-hanging fruit is the tent. I do think um, the tent is probably the most useful thing in the pro shop. I don't know. I can't think of anything else that would be as useful as a tent. But, yeah, the tent is kind of... I kind of want to say it's kind of mandatory for BDO. It's just so convenient for all the things. You get buffs, you get villa buffs, you get, you know, repair on the go, um, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. Potions, so that, that while be, you're doing your potion grind. Yeah, potions like... as well. Mm -hmm. Yep, absolutely. Um, in terms of, um, uh, in terms of, uh, like, if, you, if if players are unsure of whether they want to commit, uh, like, weight or inventory for um, their class, um, I would say uh, buy maids instead, because that's mm -hmm. sort of like a way to, uh, it's like family weight or family, you know, to be able to manage your inventory and, and stuff like that. And that's, that's my advice for, um, like, if you are unsure about that stuff, so... Yeah, I don't know. Um, hmm. I would say that the only thing that I would encourage a new player to buy is probably the tent. And the only reason I would tell them to buy the tent is because it's just a one-time purchase. To be honest with you, yeah. they could have mm -hmm. done... Like, the tent could have been some monthly subscription crap. Um, like, I'm so glad it's just one time. I never had to buy it again. Um, and that's it. And to be honest with you, um, like, pro tips, all you do, if, you, if you're really strapped for money... Or like you, you just don't have a crazy amount of money to spend on the game or, or any money to spend on the game. What you should do is you should just wait for those those you know one plus one box sales. Um, mm -hmm. Or if you can afford it, the 60 plus 60 boxes are really good because essentially what that is is it's a 50% discount coupon for everything on the Pearl Shop, right? Because you're buying mm -hmm. one box of pearls and you're getting an entire extra box of pearls for free. So you're essentially getting 50% off the tent. Then what you do is you wait for a coupon. I saved. I mm -hmm. had like a 20% discount coupon. So I was I did this with the Carrick skin recently. Um I am not going to spend $60 on a Carrick skin. That is stupid. Um and that <laughs> is coming from someone that does I have two Carricks. I have full blue gear on a Carrick. All I do is but I love boat content, right? And I was mm -hmm. uh, before God was I going to spend $60 on a Carrick skin. Um so I bought uh the 60 plus 60 box, but again, still not enough. I'm like I'm not I'm not dropping $60 for the pearls on that boat skin. Mm. So I waited for it to go on sale for like 30% off. And then I saved every once in a while, they give away coupons in boxes. Um, and it's very important that you don't open that box. It's like Pandora's box. Do not open the box. If you open the box, the coupon has a seven day timer on it. Right. So, what mm. you, so what you do is you just I think you never open it or three days, whatever it is. Yeah, you know, sometimes it's seven, sometimes it's three, whatever. Um, but like, don't open the box and the timer doesn't start. And so you just chill with it until the thing that you want, mm -hmm. like in this case, the tent goes on uh, sale and then you open up. It stacks with it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And you open up your 20% discount coupon. You add the 20% discount on top of the 30% discount on top of the 60 plus 60 or the 10 plus 10s that you've been buying. And you end up getting the tent for like 15 bucks. And to be yep. honest with you, I think that's fair. They have to make money off the game somewhere. And if you're willing to yeah. go through all those hoops, man, like I, and I'm okay with them making money off the game in that way. Because like I said, it could have been a monthly subscription thing. Like I, and I would have hated that. Like, um, Adobe started doing that for all their product drives me, drives me nuts, you know? Um, 
So what are your guys' uh, thoughts on like um, Pearl Shop items? Um, aside from like like uh, tips for buying Pearl Shop stuff. Uh, Tiltus? Um, no, you pretty much hit the nail on the head with, with your tips because I did very similar thing when I bought my tent the first time. Um, and then I think something else that's like pretty important too is like honestly when you first boot up the game you can run through the entire season pass and there's a free strip you get all the stuff in the free section you don't even have to boot up the game and immediately put your credit card into it you can boot up the game play seasonal and most everything you need to do in seasonal is doable without needing the tent just occasionally repair when you're walking through town you'll be okay um but i think one of the big things is like the season pass the pearl season pass is retroactive so if you get to the end of the season pass and you're like man i could see myself sticking with this for a while you can buy the season pass and get everything on there all the inventory slots all the maids all the fail stacks all the materials you get all that stuff at the end when you're like i'm gonna stick with the game so honestly i don't think you even need to spend money on the game at all outside of the the ten dollar box cost for like the first two to three weeks that you play the game and at that point if it feels like a game that you're going to play okay then maybe buy the season pass then maybe look at buying the tent you know that kind of stuff because before then you don't really need it like they've done such a good job at making the new player experience so doable now that it's like mm. pods don't weigh anything right trash doesn't drop in the beginning zones except very sporadically um and it's really just enough to like buy you health pots and buy you mana pots um mm. so like you can get through a good chunk of the game without needing to spend any money and at that point if you're like i'm gonna stick with this game for a while then it's like all right now now i'm now i'm buying the 60 plus 60 now i'm you know holding on to my coupon box you know now i'm waiting for the tent to go on sale um the only other thing i would say is probably essential and the game does a good job of giving you these as you start a fresh account is the value pack i think it is probably the most important buff even from know, like even from like not a weight uh like uh town storage or uh inventory slots the fact that all the dies in the game okay. to make your character look good right. is tied to the value all right. tag. That's, that's, yeah. all right he's like, got me yeah i'm very me. much a player of i've got to look good to play good okay? so when, I, when is, I get a new yeah. costume i've got to die it it's got to look good you know the the <laughs> costumes by themselves look fine you know the costumes that they give you in game look fine as well but like at some point i'm gonna be like Man, I really wish this was green instead of blue. Or I really wish I could do just, you know, black. Or I want a nice color brown. And it's like, mm. oh, I don't have any dyes. There's no way to get dyes in the game. Okay, what do I need to do for this? So. And the different regional dyes, they have different textures yeah. too. So, like, the yep. Valencia dyes are like metal texture. I think Kaplan is more leathery. Calfion mm -hmm. is more silky. And so you can definitely play around with dyes to make you look way yeah. better than what the, um, yep. the base colors were. Oh, Jay, you have way more, like, color sense than I do. I was like, yeah, they do have other textures. <laughs> and then he started throwing out concepts like leathery and silky. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. I mean, Valencia is He's metallic. Wrong, have you ever, like, have you ever oh put a Valencian God. dye on a piece of cloth? It's too It's shiny. the most atrocious. It's because it's, it's shiny, metal. Bro. It's supposed it's metal, to be yeah. metal. Mm -hmm. I can't do it, bro. I can't do it. Um, I, I, I would also say... Um, yeah, go ahead, oh, 
I, I was also say stay away from pets from the pro shop because the game has been super generous with handing out pets um, mm-hmm. lately, and you can save a lot of money by just waiting for those events. I think they handed out a tier four pet the other day from a, like the the Shudad dog. Yep. That was a tier four pet, if I'm not mistaken. So yep. you'll definitely save a lot of money if you just um, wait and, for the pets and and, and the questing are, also. Oh yeah, pet levels are also mm-hmm. yeah they're about yeah. to go away. So thank goodness, dude. Because yeah. I'm tired That's of living with all these like I I yep. you know I I. I activate the pet and I name it Mulch, you know, and I got to level it up to level 10 um, just to, like, <laughs> actually figure out if it's going to learn a skill that is actually relevant, you know what I mean? Um, um, I have people talking about the Hedgehog and things like this. I do not feel like the Hedgehog is a must for most players, especially, like, most players are not going to get into gathering and life-skilling um, until much later into their careers. And yep. again, if the game did a better job of introducing um, life-skilling up front, then, yeah, I would say the Hedgehog would be much more essential, yep. but... Then the again, maybe tri- that's why they don't, right? The other trick with the hedgehog too is wait for the the game the game itself to go on sale and buy the the final version of the Conqueror bundle or whatever it's called when that goes on fifty percent because that goes on fifty percent quite a bit and the amount of crap you get from that like box cost or whatever you want to call it is right. so good it literally the amount of pearls and outfits you get for it pays for itself like two or three times over when it's fifty percent off yeah. so. I mean, I'm so far along as a veteran player now that I look at those deals and I'm tempted to get them. I'm like, God, but those maids are like basically free and stuff. You know, like everything looks so good, but I'm like, I already have like 70 maids because they just keep giving me maids. Like, I don't need any more. (laughs) No, bad blue. Don't need it. Um, So like, yeah, no, I, I, I don't feel like players need inventory. I don't feel like they need weight. I also don't feel like they need a value pack. Um, the only thing, if you really do care about BDO fashion and like looking really cool and like dyeing your character and stuff, yeah, the Merv's palette is really the only way to go. And to be honest with you, we should talk about that sometime. That's, that's actually not a bad topic. Yeah, that's a good topic. Uh, is the dye system. But like, um, the, most of the people, when they think about the value pack, they think about the tax system that goes into the value pack. And I can't, cannot emphasize this enough to a new player. You don't need a value pack to play the game. What you can do is you save up. So you can sell things on the central market, just list stuff you know, at the price that you want to, but don't collect it. Once you hit the collect button, it takes the tax out for you. So you can just leave mm-hmm. it there. It can sell and you just leave it all there. Like all these collect uh, buttons there of all the stuff you sold. And then on the day, on money day, is what I would call it, uh, when you would like to collect all that stuff, you go to your loyalty shop, you buy the one day value pack, you activate the one day value pack, and you collect everything. That, that is how you do it, right? It's absolutely, totally doable. Um, without, like, the game is totally playable without a value pack. The Kama Sylvia Blessing, I think, is absolutely, like, the only thing that I really find super beneficial about the Kama Sylvia Blessing is the um, the drop rate. But, like, you can reach, there's so much drop rate in the game now that you can reach 300 without any, like, without pretty much any problem at all. And then I the gotta book have of- my extra energy tick. Thank you, sir. Oh, God. <laughs> no no i already have too much energy i have too many characters with too much energy it gives me anxiety as it is we're done with that bro we're done with that uh moshi thanks so much for that right i really appreciate that um but yeah okay all right so we, we've talked about uh, a lot about the pearl shop stuff and what we think that uh players might want to buy now we're going to pivot over to one of jay's topics and jay i kind of want you to lead the discussion on this because I'm not sure. I, I want to make sure that I know exactly what you mean by third-party add-ons. So, so explain um, this to us. Have you have you ever played World of Warcraft? Uh, yes. Um, if not, uh, it, uh, yeah. So World of Warcraft but, has third-party add-ons, and basically they they add uh, 
you you can custom you manipulate the files right of the game or you add files to the game that will add i don't know whatever the modders have so think about minecraft mods it's basically like minecraft mods but for world of warcraft and ff14 if that makes sense right and right. so they they can simply add quality of life things to the to the game or they can customize ui elements or there's even add-ons in world of warcraft that essentially just calls out the mechanic for you um so that you don't have to pay attention yourself so Is it- um so f- go ahead Dear Delphi, Jay is exploiting. <laughs> Sincerely. <No. Yeah. laughs> I, I, <laughs> so I, re- I remember when I was playing World of Warcraft, uh, you know, as in the Mythic Raid, we would always have all these uh, weak auras. That's what they were called, weak auras. And these would call out essentially when the boss was going to do like, oh, in 10 seconds, this boss is going to call, is going to do this big AOE skill, get ready. Right. And so um, that kind of plays the game for you. And so um, I don't know if uh, BDO would it would work in BDO like that. I don't. I feel like BDO is like just like a fundamentally different game. I mean, I don't personally mind third-party add-ons. I mean, I played World of Warcraft for a year, and like I mentioned, they were very super helpful with customizing my UI because I always prefer a neat UI. I don't know if anyone's visiting stream. Uh, I always have my. Uh, my cooldowns um like in the cropped bars so that they're out of the way everything's neat and tidy uh, it helps me a lot with um managing you know my 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 brain capacity for playing my class <laughs> and so i i do kind of like third party ends in that matter but um the other way where it just plays the games there's been some controversial stuff about um third party add-ons such as in final fantasy 14 there was this there was this extremely i can't remember what the highest raid tier was in final fantasy 14 i feel it i can't remember what it was it was maybe chat knows but there was this really high tier raid that was first cleared by uh this guild but they were using this third party add-on that zoomed them out like 10 times more than they should be able to and that basically allowed them to is it savage yeah that basically to see all the mechanics that were incoming and basically like breeze through that um uh raid ha- having a huge advantage over other the races say, that for that savage out? raid doesn't that take the fun uh, yeah, out yeah that's that that's that was the controversial part is that the, those people basically cheated at this uh, uh for that matter and then so they they were punished they were uh, taken away like their titles and all the loot that they got were taken away but yeah that's um that was uh did you get all that jay yeah, he said we got him. <laughs> Close in. We've got him. <laughs> As I mentioned before, I do like the 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 customized for third party add ons, but um, yeah, I think uh, uh, I mean my next my my next question for you guys is uh, uh where's my outline here? <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> Oh God, you, this guy isn't even following he, the outline. He literally just lets Bluey just, I, just I take just, me. I, yeah, I just did my He's entire take by rolling. myself. I just because I was because <laughs> I experienced all this firsthand in World of Warcraft. I don't know if you you guys well, use third party add-ons when you played World of Warcraft in Final Fantasy fourteen. Did you? I use never any got um, I never got that far into it. I don't know about you. Really? Yeah. Like I. So I'm very so. I have a very strict stance on like any kind of like player edition, like helper type stuff. (laughs) Like I am vehemently against that kind of stuff. So like Mm -hmm. when I played like, cause I got really deep into final fantasy 14, like very deep into it. And I know that the devs have taken a very strict stance on third party add-ons for that game as well, where they're like, we don't want them. Do not use them. Like, 
we don't want you to have them there's all sorts of mods that people can do with it and like they're like you cannot do this to our game like it's literally against tos i know like at this point it's essentially almost a staple in the wow community like there are certain ones that it's like okay if you want to be a high level raider you need to have certain add-ons um mm. but i number there's two issues that i see coming up with that number one is i just hate them i i can't stand them and number two if if installing a third-party add-on gives me any kind of advantage over another player then everybody's going to instantly install that third-party add-on and then it becomes a part of the game and the, then at that point what do the devs do okay do you just ban the add-on entirely now you can't use it at all and then there's an outcry of people that enjoyed using the add-on or mm -hmm. you know do you let it happen and now you have to balance everything with the intention of okay there's going to be third-party add-ons that are also being introduced and applied into this game what do i do you know that kind of stuff so i like bdo not having third-party add-ons i'm so glad because i can't imagine doing siege or node war or anything like that with mm -hmm. a third-party add-on it would be insane now for like doing the second dungeon i mean like yeah that final boss is kind of a cunt so like i mean <laughs> <laughs> you know but uh but i i'm what do you think it's um what do you think it's more accepted and works for mmorpgs like wow and final fantasy 14 um so i think uh, there's so much emphasis on the pve and the pve systems are set up so mm -hmm. well for those games that it's like okay there are some bosses there are some mechanics where it would be nice to have a better call out or a better warning because mm. bdo is not good about that that's how i lost my oh, major yesterday yeah it's miserable yeah like. so sometimes i would be like it would be nice to have some kind of like idea of what in the heck i'm supposed to be doing like uh, so have you guys done the new balano storyline yet I'm sorry. Huh? You, let's let's back Do up. Do you mean the one with the dark? You just said the, the, yeah, the new one, Balanos the, the, the one with the Calvary. Yeah, with the, the Calvary knight at the end. Yeah. So the yeah, final yeah. the final boss of the new Balanos area is a Calvary style boss. He's really cool. Really mm -hmm. awesome graphically, like looks incredible. But his final mechanic is a DPS check at the end. He has a buff, a DP buff that pops up under his bar. So if you're paying attention to buffs. You see all of a sudden he's got a nice blue and gold DP buff that pops up underneath his bar. And the game says he's preparing a strong attack. And that's it. And if you don't kill the boss, he will literally do a one-shot mechanic for every, any like level 16 to 18 player. And the game does not explain at all. Like, hey, this is actually a DPS check. Like, you need to, mm -hmm. you need to kill this guy now before the skill goes off. So, like, for that... It would be really nice to have something that was just like a little bit better, you know, explaining what in the heck and is that, going on. And that's on. what um that literally that, happened in, in yeah. World of Warcraft for like raids and stuff is that mm -hmm. the boss would do would say those same things, those vague things that you don't mm -hmm. know, and the weak aura would pop up in front of your screen and say, "Oh, make sure you move out of the way, or make sure you you get him to like thirty percent HP." Like yep. literally, words will pop out of your screen or et cetera, et cetera. And that's what um uh it happened in in those mythic raids that I was in. Yeah, no, I think, um, I don't think BDO does a good job of this. I think this is part of the reason that they haven't really caught up to where Destiny's, like, raid, like, aspect is. is because, like, they're, mm -hmm. they, they, they rely on these messages to tell you when mechanics are happening. No, do, no more messages. Make the boss do something interesting that indicates to us, the players, that something bad is about to happen. A visual warning. Correct. Mm -hmm. Do not get mm -hmm. the... 
because I don't have time, bro. I'm focused on what's going on on the screen. Like, and then this big ass <laughs> text graphic pops up. I don't have time. I can't even read that fast. Bro. I read it like a third grade level. I'm like, I get like halfway through and it's already gone. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want mm. that. And it breaks. I hate saying it this way, but it kind of breaks the immersion while you're fighting the boss. It takes kind of the fun out of it. And I don't like the idea of having third party add-ons for this reason. It's also, I don't think they're ever going to get added because they have a very strict, the developers are very strict. Yeah. About they, yeah. But bro, I've heard of people getting banned over using like mouse, like more than one button Macros, bound yeah. to their mouse. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah, I don't really do ever, uh, ever do anything like that. And I don't encourage people to do stuff like that. I think if they're going to add stuff like this to the game, it will be built into the game itself. They will add yep. it. Like Pearl Abyss will mm. add it to the game themselves. So they don't have to rely on some third party, like Garma third party add on. Cause you know, that's what's going to, that's what it's going to be. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, yeah, they have, they have addressed so many of the quality of life things already. So perhaps in the past when they didn't have all those quality of life things, it would have been useful to have add ons. But I think with the direction of the game that, has been taken right definitely uh third-party add-ons for video hasn't really been necessary or yeah, won't no. be necessary at all right nor do i want to see them because i can't imagine what pvp would be like with those things God, <laughs> dude, no look, i mean i like that they're adding i mean this kind of touches on like they're adding like the protections and stuff so you can see when you get like a mm -hmm. fat cc on someone yep. or like you get like yeah. oh that, that that 10 man meteor bro that that was fat you know what i mean because mm -hmm. you didn't just uh -huh. see their characters fall over you got to see the icons next to their name i think that's actually cool it's a fun addition to the game but it's built into the game so like over time i think we'll yeah. see stuff like that added but as far as like raids and bosses and stuff like that i think it just takes away from like the fun of doing the raid or doing the mm -hmm. boss or doing the yep. dungeon or whatever if you've got all these text boxes because they all look the same let's be honest and it's always a big thing and you're not exactly unless it says it's preparing a powerful attack you probably are going to miss what it said and it's probably not going to matter like make us watch the boss make us like pay attention to what's going on um is my advice there uh, as far as development goes but okay, enough about that. Um, I want to make sure that we have enough time to talk about these dream horses that they keep giving away. And I say keep giving mm -hmm. away, but the, this is the very first time this has ever happened, right? <laughs> yeah. This is the very yeah. first time. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, and thank goodness, because see now, if if one of my guild members rolls up in some T6, like 1993 Toyota Corolla <laughs> with 22-inch rims in Crogdalo gear for, for Node War, I can yell at him, like, where's your where's your Pegasus? Where is your unicorn? <laughs> what is going on right now? You know what I mean? But you'd be surprised, right? I'd go through these VODs for some of the people in uh, in Reforge, and I'm like, does your 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 horse doesn't have S instant excel? He's like, yeah, but it's got instant excel. It's fine. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's back up for a minute. Oh, gosh. Like, none of the new players have an excuse anymore. And, but I'll be honest with you. I think it was so smart. I think some players are like, oh, my gosh, I flooded the market, all this stuff. All that set aside. Maybe you make the, them not sellable. I don't know. Uh, it would have been a way around that. But, like, I love that they handed away these Dream Horses because yep. it gives... It makes this massive world. I mean, BDO is a massive world, right? And that's good. That's part of one of its draws. But it's almost just too overwhelming, especially at the start of the game for a new player. And having that horse to be able to ride around much faster, right? It's already got all the skills trained. You have to worry about any of that stupid, like, charging into a dummy for, like, an hour... Uh, trying to train charge and stuff like it's like these new players have these awesome horses to ride around on and they get to really experience the game in a much more whew, concretely fun level i remember when i got my first t6 with instant excel it was like it was like aladdin mm -hmm. singing a whole new world to me it was on magic carpet it was actually just nuts 
Um, so for a new player to spawn in and be able to pick those horses um, is awesome. So like, first I'm gonna ask what horse and sex of the horse do you think that pe new players should choose? Um, because I know that what most uh, people's answer is going to be, but I'm curious what you guys would advise. So, uh, Jay, let's start with you. Uh, probably the Pegasus. Uh, as for the gender, um, I feel like it doesn't matter too much. Maybe the male, because it's because uh, the females are a lot more common on the market, and so you could always buy a female more easily than the male. So maybe a male Pegasus is right. I, yeah, I, I, and that's that's the general answer, right? What do, what do you think, yeah, Delta? Yeah. Same thing. Really? Both you yep. got nothing. You just don't even don't even look at the DNA. That side side bitch DNA. You know <laughs> no, I, mean? I just so feel like the I'm, the ability to just traverse, like getting from point A to point B. I feel like yep. Pegasus does that the best. And a new player, they they need to be moving around to do their quests and do whatever. Yep. So I think um they don't. I don't think they have access to the Magnus yet either. As a new, that I would know, be I their think... their best uh, way for get to point from point A to point B. So. I don't know about you guys, but when I got my Pegasus, I was not getting from point A to point B faster. Certainly more adventurous, uh, but we were in the river. Um, <laughs> well, that's because you're bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, do you think these new horse drivers, I mean, all these brand new drivers on the road, we don't even license so I these watched, people. I kid you not, I watched like 10 guildies jump off a cliff during Nodor one time and like five of them <laughs> lost their horses. All right. It's you got to so learn good. sometime. All right. It's so good maybe maybe time. read the skill it's the e button for anybody that's wondering <laughs> when you jump make sure you hit the e button i know i watched my i watched my um elephant go off the side of the cliff the other day and they were like oh forgot i wasn't on my peggy it just dropped right off my screen gone <laughs> gone straight down the side of the cliff <laughs> it was gone like i think that honestly it's a hot take i actually think that um there's not necessarily a correct answer. I think if you're trying to get from point A to point B the fastest, it's definitely Doom. Like, no question. The Doom definitely just gets you there faster. The Pegasus is certainly the most adventurous um, yeah. and can be the most fun, which is why I think that most players should wreck. That's the reason I, if I was going to recommend a Peggy, it's because it's going to make you explore the world a little bit more than just so, auto-pathing to the next point. It makes it more yeah. fun. You know what I mean? So I um, will say something changed recently in the game about horses that makes it so much more enjoyable to ride a Doom horse. Oh, yeah? Yeah. We oh, don't, yeah. The, we don't fall while we're running down hills anymore. Hmm. Wait. Yeah, there, there's, is that there's just you don't Doom stop horses? anymore. Is that no, just every Doom? horse. Uh, oh, every my horse, you don't, you don't have that little stopping thing anymore when yep. you're going down the hill. Is that why so that the, didn't happen? I was coming back. Okay, so there's this hill. Like if you're riding um like from, from Altanova, right, yes, from Heidel. Yes, yes. yeah, one, yeah. And you're mm -hmm. coming down the hill and I'm always like I'm bank right right here because like you and I yep. just rode right over it on my doom and nothing happened. And I was yep. like <laughs> I'm a yep. god. I just yep. know how to drive better, you know? We got it. Yeah. So <laughs> I, okay. I, wow. I recently I took a trip on my doom and I was like, oh wow, this is so much faster now because it doesn't stop every two seconds. Uh, so now maybe I can see an argument for the Doom way more than the Peggy, mm, but used true, to, true. I knew every single one of those bumps. So every time I got to one, it was just jump, jump, fly. All right, now we're landing. Now mm, we're going about our yeah. business, doing whatever. Like, let me get off this hill and then I'll keep instant excelling. Um, mm. but yet yeah, now, now the Doom is fast. Now he is speedy boy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like, I think if you're trying to get from point A to point B the fastest and you want a really cool horse, I'll be honest, I hated Doom before I got one. I hated it. 
I did not like it at all. Um, and then I, I rolled it and I remember the clip on stream. Everyone's laughing at me because I'm like, God damn it. Oh, I didn't want to do because I was about to roll my like I had like six T10 attempts. Um, mm. And I was like, I'll just use my T9 attempts first. And the doom went on the 3% chance. Yep. On like the fifth or sixth. I was like, I hate everything. Um, <laughs> because I, I could be riding around on a T10 today right now. Like, um, but, uh, but that's not how it works. Copium. Uh, but like uh, now that I've been riding around on it, I actually gave it to my mystic. So I have two unicorns cause I want the T10 DNA. Um, I have a Pegasus, um, and I have a doom and I actually let my tag use the doom because I actually just enjoy it. It's fun to just, yeah. you're, you're hauling ass around it's, it's uh, the around, world. Yeah. It's, it's quick. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think if you're trying to get from point A to point B, the fastest is definitely that most people say that, um, believe it or not, they think that the Pegasus is the best node war mount hands down. And that's just simply a lie. Um, as someone that's been in node wars a really long time, the Pegasus very rarely makes the difference. Um, sometimes the Peggy is going to matter. Like if you're on Calpheon and you're sieging the castle, um, or you're in comma, there are some really big ravines in comma yep. that you can just jump over. Like most ravines can be just double jumped over by any horse, but the unicorn has that buff and in most PVP in the game is capped and that HP regen buff is no joke, man. Um, so like, I really do like the DNA in, in large scale PVP. Most of the time you see me on my unicorn a lot. Um, I mean, you see me on my Pegasus a lot because as the shot color, sometimes I have to do some crazy stuff, like get in position for a CTG <clears throat> or something. And only really Pegasus can do that. Um, yep. but generally speaking, I mean, choice uses a unicorn, right? Like, like some of our best PVPers all use unicorns because like, you know, that, that buff is just no joke. And, yeah. uh, being able to just go straight into the desert, especially if you're looking for like, you know, a lot of new players have to spend a lot of time in the desert. Yep. It's, it's nice. I've rolled, I rolled really a nice. second Pegasus and I rolled a second doom while trying to get a unicorn. So yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm right wow. there. I want, I want my <laughs> unicorn for the, for the desert. And the game said, no, you're going to have two Pegasus and two uh two dooms so you know that's a thing i now have four dream horses oh my gosh so wait which t okay so all right i'm gonna ask you this question uh jay i hi tiltis i'm asking you this question because jay's already done a million attempts um and gotten a dream <laughs> oh. horse is he's carried oh. first try um but uh <laughs> what's uh t10 are you going for tiltis yeah i'm definitely doing the pegasus Dude, the I've... air the air instant excel hit like every oh, yeah. single like happy nerve in my body at the same time it's so good it's the so worst cool. thing about and it I, is i really want, i know i made a mistake I really, dude i mean i really <laughs> want the doom i really want the doom it looks so cool and the effects mm. that it has are so good and like just like oh. from like a from like a leadership perspective it looks so cool to just be able to be like all right boys we're rolling out and then summon two additional dooms um nice. but I, I i the unicorn i wanted the unicorn for the longest time i so actually I. It was, I, I, I have two unicorns man i feel yeah. scammed <laughs> like like three easy payments of 1995 levels of scam <laughs> on my you unicorn still pivot you Shut can still up. pivot and grab two I, more horses two oh, more yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, like i it's just so annoying that like i wanted the, the okay so in my mind i'm like I wanted uh -huh. the unicorn first because I was a big treasure hunter. It took me four years to get my compass, um, mm -hmm. right? And so the unicorn saved me untold amounts of time searching for portals. Um, mm -hmm. And so that was amazing mm -hmm. for me. Uh, but after a while, I kind of moved on to the, the Peggy, but I always liked the unicorn the most for a long time. Then I got a second unicorn because I thought, 
okay, being able to hover or literally running on water. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay, well, the water yeah. as a boat guy sounds so much fun. Um, and I looked at the, they like, oh yeah, we, we gave the, the new doom has like two or three skills. You've got like four instant excels. You can let everybody get on your, you can summon a party of horses that everybody just gets yeah. on. Yeah. It's <laughs> absolutely ridiculous. I'm like, Oh sick. And they're like, we're buffing the other horses. I'm like, awesome. I see this picture of the T10, um, Peggy, like soaring through the air. I'm like, Oh my God. It's like legitimately mm. flying. It can just Have fly. Have you seen the turn in. radius on that? Dude, it's like almost like the turn radius is crazy on that. It's, it can literally amazing. fly into Calfion Castle from the front of the castle. It can just yep. get past second gate. Mm. It's <laughs> disgusting. Um, it's so sick. And then I'm like, oh, baby, DNA's gonna be so sick. And they're like, we increased the amount of time that it can run on water by get this thirty percent. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell dude like it's easily the worst and when the dream horses came out in the first place if you guys remember genie was terrible when it mm -hmm. came out the first time i don't think it couldn't drift instant excel through the desert when it first came out it was just the buff so it was like do you want to fly or do you want to have a 30 second because it was not even a minute yet or do you want to have a 30 second buff you know what i mean Yep. It's like very and it, obviously. It had a long animation like, too. You couldn't right. like use it while you were running before. Yeah, you had to awful. like stop and do this five second animation before <laughs> you could. So, yeah, it was so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. But they finally buffed it up to being reasonable. But it's yeah. still like you know the piggies like you know whatever. Yeah. Um, they should they should have just buffed the buff to be honest. I know, dude. And now I'm like, well, well, damn it. Like now I gotta <laughs> like. I bought two unicorns. And I, do I need to buy another Pegasus now? Because like that, that looks way cooler than running on water. You're yep. literally flying, <laughs> dude. I, I was also thinking maybe they could buff the charge because it does have a horn. So yeah, maybe your charge is just like a lethal amount of damage to See, somebody, you know? Oh that my was my God. first thought with the unicorn was the <laughs> horn. It's a unicorn. It has a horn. Like, <laughs> do something with it. Jay wants to turn people into fucking kebabs, man. <laughs> I'm with him. I'm it's totally a grab. What if, it, what if the charge is a grab? You just oh grab someone. What if it could just knock people off other... Like, what if it, like, grabs them off other horses? I, what like, if you, you land like... a charge, you just yank that person. You're like, come with me now. What if you just ran through your allies and, like, everything behind you just came back to life? You know what I mean? It's not Oh, okay, we're going out. back to that. Yeah, okay, okay. Whoa. Out, put like... the gun down, Blue. Put the gun yeah. down. <laughs> I, I said, no, I or, didn't come up what... with a more busted idea. No, you. Actually, like when you mentioned running through allies, what if oh, um, when you just oh, ran through the go. allies, it would give the unicorn as you're running through? Like, just okay. like, infinitely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so it doesn't have a cooldown anymore. You just run through with your T10 unicorn and give everybody a buff, right? And the one Jay's minute buff. head just so. fucking exploded. <laughs> god please tell me that's gonna get to the developers bro i'm not joking the dna looks so much worse than the other two yeah, now it does. it's it not even a... remotely close yeah. like unless you're gonna let me drift instant excel to literally land of the morning light it's not gonna be it's not even remotely close i better yeah. be able to go across margoria like with, with this horse <laughs> like i'm not even joking like yeah otherwise you're literally flying like i i saw like uh, there, there's pictures on Global Labs where like they just start from like you know way below and they just they just take off. The altitude you get yeah. so much altitude. It's you're crazy. gaining yep. a ton of altitude and you're literally flying to higher like levels. Like it's it completely changes how you might approach PvP in the game um, for some things because not everyone needs a T10, but maybe you get like a hit squad of T10 piggies, man. Yeah, um, your flex team.
All right. Oh, gosh, dude. <laughs> All right, Flex, <laughs> you heard the man. Like, go get your T10 pace. Only T10s. Only T10s for the yep. Flex squad. <laughs> right, dude. It's absolutely obnoxious. So I hope they do something with the DNA. I think running through your allies and giving everybody buffs would be really cool. I'll be honest with you. Even then. They still need still, something. I still don't think that's enough, man. Like, the whole flight mechanic and then Doom gets, like, three things. Dude, yep. I feel like DNA is just the middle child. You know, like Doom is loved the most. The Pegasus got like he's it, just it the oldest. Is the middle child. Pegasus, and the most the Pegasus is the oldest. Doom yeah. is the the youngest, right? And, yeah, and DNA is literally just like the middle child fending the for middle. themselves. Mom and dad just don't care as much about. I'm so sorry to everybody, all the middle childs uh, listeners. I'm a middle child, um, and I get it. My they love my sister more. I get it. Um, but like, and my brother's just. There's a lot of ways to measure success, but if we're talking about money, he's definitely more successful. Um, <laughs> also, hairlines. Uh, but like, oh, don't, yeah, don't, I think... we're, no, we're not going down that route. I'll show uh, you a picture of my brother sometime. You'll understand why that makes me so mad. <laughs> I know my brother's got a full head of hair. Yeah, my brother has luscious it. locks. It's ridiculous. I don't understand it. Okay, all right. So we talked enough about the T10s. Um, what kind of? Uh, I'm just gonna toss this out there. What kind of dream horses would you like to see added to the game? Um, or even just dream mounts. You toss it out mm. there as a dream mount. Uh, Tiltus, what kind of type of like dream horse would you like to see? Because there's a lot of different dream horses that exist within a lot of different MMOs and in like um, mm -hmm. uh, as Jay pointed out in the in the outline in uh, mythology and stuff. So like, what uh, do you have any ideas for like cool dream horses? I think the coolest thing that they could add is some kind of like tank mount. That was a unique mount that was super slow or something Sejuani? like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. Like, a boar mount. Yeah, yes. a boar. Like some kind of like, like uh, I don't know, like some kind no, no. of like flightless bears. dragon or a the, giant bear or like the Odie bears where the dark the knights are yeah, riding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? This giant like, ass thing. My chat saying gorilla. I'm not riding around on like. like oh. <laughs> rideable strikers you know what i mean hear me out yeah but just um, something that's like it has some kind of combat like use i'm not saying that it's going to be like okay everybody get on your bears we're going in you know that not that kind of thing but like one guy that's taking the time to get his t10 bear or whatever all of a sudden rolls up and it's like oh okay that guy's actually kind of cool like he's got something unique um you know that isn't super important to pvp but lets that player feel like Hey, I spent the time to get this thing. I've got it now. Or even something that like you could take to a, a like a grind spot and just drop off, and mm -hmm. it's like our ride with you, and it's like got extra pulls. So you're grouping mobs, you know, more than normal mobs with you, and the thing has this astronomical health pool, so it can't die, I, you know, to the mobs. I don't like the idea of giving Wushi any more power than he currently <laughs> has on his humors. <laughs> I think it like <laughs> I think uh for those of the listeners that don't know there's there's players on the server like uh Wushi who um ride around on like a doom horse and I swear to god they're better on their their horse PvP than I am at my normal character. I don't know like the dude just knows more about horse mechanics than I do about my character. It's actually yep. insane. They're just super good and dedicated to mount PvP and they just farm people with it. Um but yeah, no, I think that would be super cool. Jay, what do you have in mind when you uh when you ask the question what kind of dream um, horse is he looking at? So there is, uh, I'm sure you guys know the legendary crystals. There's one legendary crystal called Kieran's Tear, and mm -hmm. Kieran is is um, if you've ever heard of that name, it's a very common name in like about lightning horse. 
And so I was thinking maybe Kirin could be another dream horse or maybe another mythical horse, like an only mythical horse for the game of, of, of this lightning horse um, aesthetic. And I don't know what skills it would have, maybe a very lightning horse. That, that would be my idea of adding another dream horse would be Kirin because he's in Japanese mythology, he's a lightning horse. Yep. Final Fantasy XIV has a Kirin. It's also a lightning yeah. horse as well. Can we get away from yeah. the fucking horses, man? <laughs> God, I'm like, yo. Other, okay, I, what about a griffin? A griffin. Yes. Yes. There, yeah. There's yes. many griffins in video already, so why not let us ride in? <laughs> you do. Yeah. You take one from uh, Velia to Ilia Island, clearly. Well, you, you, ride, a, you ride a box <laughs> that he's carrying. <laughs> um, yeah, no, like I... I would love to ride the bird from up um, around <laughs> in BDO. Those little dudes, you guys, everybody knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, the dudes in Kama Sylvia, that would be sick. Uh, I know, like, and I honestly, I've never gotten this idea out of my head. Uh, and honestly, it's Tiltus' fault um, of riding like a stingray or some sort of water mount around. Um, like, that would be super sick. But I, I'll be honest, my expectations are so impossibly low for mounts in our game that I would take anything that isn't a horse. If you just made Dumbo out of my... For everybody. Uh, if you just made Dumbo out of my miniature elephant, I would be okay mm -hmm. with that. You know a what flying I mean? elephant. Yeah. yeah, I know. Like, dude, it is a fantasy MMO. Stop making me ride a horse man i want to ride some cool shit bro i look at these guild wars 2 people and i feel like squidward locked inside and spongebob and patrick are outside having fun with their giant dragon that they're riding around on like i want to you know i want like uh, stop saying dream donkey nobody cares um the i really want any sort of mount that isn't um a horse like yep. anything, please get away from this horse it's idea. <laughs> we want to ride. Shut up! No. You shut. You shut your mouth. <laughs> you shut your mouth. If they improve the camel and the DNA becomes less relevant, I don't even know why you would even bring that up. Yep. It's still wrong. It's still A wrong. Walking camels. Um, I will say. I'll say. I'll say I think the mount I would want the most is a wolf because the very first thing I did oh. in Final Fantasy fourteen oh, is dude. go grind out like a hundred thousand of the golden saucer tokens to get Fenrir, which is a a like giant uh, it's a dire wolf mount. And then that from that point on I was like, Yep, this is the only mount I'm riding for the rest of the game. Got, so There's know. an amazing suggestion in chat. Tiger. Um, we're going bro i would be whoo get yeah. up you know what i'm saying but it could be but they could make it like a treasure item you know what i mean oh, yeah. like a super rare treasure item and then like it drops it but it's like the quest drops and you have to like go do the quest and like defeat a special like calamity level or something of Sangoon and and then he like allows you to pick one of his tiger cubs or something to ride around on. Like that would be super mm -hmm. cool. That <laughs> yeah. would be I would do that. I would oh my gosh, so fast. 
Like I would do any or, content. Or Gumio, a nine to a five. Oh, bro. Oh, relax. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Queen. Yes, I agree. I would also like to ride Gumio. <laughs> and that's not what I meant. <laughs> I'm glad Blue picked up on what I was doing down there. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, 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 hold on a second. Some Nidalee vibes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm... <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, like there, like there's so many, so much potential, and it, it, they don't have to be like crazy good mounts necessarily. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Just make them. You can, you could give them all the same mechanics, drift, instant excel, you know, all that stuff, uh, and they're relatively the same speed uh, as the same horses. Maybe even slower. I wouldn't care if I'm riding around on a tiger. I don't care. My, my dick is massive. If you're riding through Balanos, you're like eat it. Let's yep. go. You know, like that would be so sick. That, that is so one sick. thing that BDO lacks is like that flex. Like when know, a player sees dude. you in an open world, like I want to be able to flex. And that's one thing that you get yes, from Savage dude. raids in Final Fantasies. You get these like very vibrant, unique animation weapons from the Savage raids in Final Fantasy 14. That when a play, when another player sees you with it, they're like, oh, you went and did something incredibly difficult to do. Same yeah. with like mount, like Asmogold has mount offs where it's just like, all right, show me your collection of mounts. It was one of the first things I did in Final Fantasy 14 was go get a giant wolf. Like yeah. there's so many, like this is just the lowest hanging fruit of all time. Like no, I want to like, flex on people. I want to be like, yeah, I got baby Sangoon. Yeah, it works just like a normal horse, but I've got him, you know? I know, dude. Like it doesn't give you anything special. It doesn't even have special mechanics. It just is cool like it's just a super cool thing that you can use and you can be like look how cool my shit is yeah look at my you know flex. what i mean like i didn't get this off the pro shop i this baby's all mine you know what i'm saying like i went grinding for this shit um yep. are there any other cool mounts like that could be like the land of the morning there could be like region specific treasure item mounts, <laughs> Regional mounts. Yep. every single region could have one of these things you know what i mean including margoria and again none of these have to be crazy you know what I mean? Running um, a around. Right. I, oh, that I'm gonna, yeah, you let me mount an Elton and think I'm not going to have a good time. They mounted me for four years. It's my turn. Like, I, <laughs> I think it would be super sick. Um, oh, I don't know. Like, what kind of cool... Uh, uh, all right, we're on, we're on closing thought. Oh, my goodness. I forgot. We're, man, we... We just talked. Some nights we just won't <laughs> shut up. We just get carried away, and it just just the time it's, it's just disappears. Man, I don't understand what happens. Um, so yeah, please give us um more mounts than the horses that we have currently, and then buff DNA. That'd be great. Thank you so much. Okay, let's do yeah. um let's do closing uh outro statements. Uh, who did I start with? I started with Jay, right? So we'll we'll go with uh. We'll go with Jay first again, and then we'll rotate back to Tiltus. Oh. Let him. Yeah. Oh. oh. Well, no, that way that way Tiltus gets to do his outro last because I feel like that's. Okay. Um. Hi, I'm Jay. <laughs> He's I never ready, bro. It I'm doesn't Jay even Kuhn. matter. I do a lot of MKBD content, such as Olin's dungeons, boss blitz. Uh, I'm always happy to answer your questions about the game. Um, and you can find me over at Jaycoon VTV before the T. That's, that's right. That's and my boy, Tiltus. <laughs> hey, I'm Tiltus TV. Uh, I've got my new series that I'm working on, BDO, Hardcore Iron Man. You guys can come watch. Please don't come kill me. That would be make me very sad. Um, you're, you're... All right. That was your own fault. That was your own fault. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm he just summoned the, the demons. Be quiet. Um, um, 
But uh, yeah, you guys can absolutely come watch me as I fucking rage when I inevitably lose another character and have to swap to a new class and then play through everything over again. Um, and I'm a huge Dark Souls fan as well. I do Soul Sundays. You guys can come watch me uh, talk endlessly about Dark Souls. Um, yeah, and I stream every pretty much every day of the week. So come stop by and say hello. Right on. Yeah, and I am Blue Squadron. The content never stops on this channel, man. We have Saturday Siege where we're shot, uh, shot calling, and I promise you... That is a that is a tremendous amount of fun to watch. Um, and then we have Sunday where we're just chilling out, grinding normally, or we have enhancing or some sort of cooking IRL stream on Sundays normally. Um, and then Monday is Funday Monday where we review VODs of uh, uh, different uh, players in the scene and we teach them what they could be doing better in PvP in a super funny way. Uh, and then, of course, Tuesday is the Old Moon Podcast, but I am no longer just a Twitch Andy. Believe it or not, we have branched out to the YouTubes. Um, I'm about like 15 subscribers away from YouTube partner um, at this point. So we're, we're really close here. Uh, the How to Choose Your Class Guide series really took off, and we should be coming out with the large-scale positioning guides. Uh, at least one or two of them will come out this week, uh, and then I should finish them up uh, next week as well. So we're going to be cranking out uh, YouTube content all the time, cranking out YouTube shorts, TikToks, Instagram reels, Twitter stuff, you name it. Uh, it just never ends over here but uh from all of us here at the old moon podcast um we hope you guys have a great rest of your week and we will see you next week mm -hmm.